There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Gentlemen, how are we doing? A little bit hungover, if I'm honest. Oh, you're looking a bit disheveled, John. Jaded. You look like you need a cuddle. Yeah, I need, a, I need to get an early night, I think. Cuddle <laughs> an early night. Sleeping tablet. In episode oh, yeah. two, Scott Lord. I tell you what, I've I've listened through th- this morning, and I, this could go down as possibly the greatest comeback in world history in terms of Graham cool. Wesley going from the shit list to the tremendous Hero status in one episode. He's jumped straight across. I might have to. Li- I'm, I'm gonna have to have a listen at this. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you're starting to like him, John. I didn't not like him. I just didn't wow. like his. I didn't like his methods and his ways and his attitude towards it a bit at times and all. I think calling him a twat in your autobiography suggests that you don't like him. But <laughs> yeah, but controversy controversy sells books, doesn't it, Chris? <laughs> <laughs> no, he's played Plymouth, Stevenage, Preston, Forest Green, and Walsall under Graham Wesley twice. Is he signed them twice? Yeah, he would have had him at Stevenage and Preston, wouldn't he? So to be fair, ladies have got himself to blame, and he, if he's signed for him twice, knowing what's going off, he, he can't really complain, lady, can he? I think it sounds like he loved it. So I love him. From what, yeah. from what we're about to hear, we won't spoil it. Should we get him in? Yes. Yeah, let's get him in. I'm going to bed. I think we've got a new record holder. Best preparation. Yeah, that's nothing. I don't got more than that. <laughs> yeah, a double, that. Double-sided page. <laughs> and that is all on one man, by the way. <laughs> I've been telling you for late years, I know, about uh, Graham Wesley and what a lunatic. <laughs> lunatic, <laughs> to, word. lunatic, the right word. One. How many years did you do with him? Four and a half with Stevenage and Preston, yeah. So, yeah, a, a long time. I think I, I'd like him. Yeah, I... Maybe it's, it's like, not his management style. Mm. It, you wanted you wanted to play for him. You wanted to go out on a Saturday and, and play for him. He he made you believe you could beat anybody. Um, so yeah, for me, I was his boy. We'll come on to that. But I was his boy, so I could do no wrong. So I was all right for four and a half years. Oh, I'm all right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all the best. Every other fucking. <laughs> no, he's brilliant. He's a great lad. Great manager. He knows what he's on with. Do you think you'd, you'd have enjoyed? You'd From have enjoyed what I've heard, the training was just too much. Yeah. Like stupid. But you were saying you felt fit. We were really fit. Um, it, we we had days off. He gave us every Wednesday, every Sunday off. We were never in on those days. Um, yes, we trained long hours, but they weren't really training. So we would go in at like half nine, we wouldn't start training till 11. So we'll be like roaming what around in the change rooms. Just, well, exactly. So in his head, I didn't find out until later on. It was all like a team bonding thing. He's like, Laddie, why? We don't start for another two hours because in those two hours, you've got to find your own entertainment. So without you realizing, you're having to make your own fun, yeah. pissing about, beating each other up, playing darts, playing head tennis. So I'd rather have another couple of an hour and a half in bed. Yeah, <laughs> correct. I can, train, I can train better for you, Graham. So he inherited you at Stevenage? Yes. You were already there when he came in? Yeah, so I was signed in the January under Peter Taylor. 
Um, he signed me from Plymouth and then he came in in the summer and then we did four years together at Stevenage and then went to Preston together. How long were you at Plymouth? From nine years old till 19. So I did it all, yeah, all the way through the youth team, all the way, did the apprentice in a year and a half pro when in the championship. I bet it's a weird place to get you set up, Plymouth, isn't it? Because of the catchment area yeah. being... Out. Huge though, because you think, yeah. people think Plymouth's the end of the, the country, World. but they got another two hours past that. And it was amazing. We had a hostel, like a big five-story building where all the lads, like 15, the lads Forest Green. 15 lads yeah. lived together. Uh, Ron and Wendy looked after us, poor, poor buggers. Um, <laughs> and we had two unbelievable years uh, there. It was brilliant. By the way, you've, you've covered a lot of the Tremendous Ten, haven't you? Played under the Tremendous yeah. Ten. Holloway. Yeah, Pulis. Pulis, Wesley. Yeah. I was, I was Tony in your younger, younger years. Brilliant. So he gave, he gave me my pro contract. Um, I was a centre half back then because um, I was just horrible. Honestly, I'm the nice scarf, the pitch, but as soon as I crossed the white line, I was a little bastard. Switch. Yeah. Um, and I think that's why people like me, especially like Pulis and stuff like that. And he pulled me in. We were at, uh, at lunch and he went, Laddie, come over here. And I was like, oh God, what have I done now? So I go sit next to him. He went, what, what number do you like? What's your favourite number? I said, oh, well, I love number three, Gaffer, or number five. And he went, oh, no, 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 no. Think a bit higher. I was going, all right, I have 28 nine. or something. Yeah, nine, yeah, <laughs> 11. I went, oh, I like the number 28 for some weird reason. He went, oh, good, go down to the club shop then. I went, all right, why? He went, get a, get a shirt, get, that, get your name printed up and number because you're getting a pro contract. I was like, oh, brilliant, cheers, gaffer. And he went, I said, oh, why though? What, what do you like about me? He went, you've got a really good left foot and you hit really good diags. So he said, that's all I want you to do is get it and hit diags to big Mickey Evans up front and you'll do for me. <laughs> and I was like, all right. <laughs> Shot off down to the uh, club shop and <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's pretty just the ways went too high. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I've already got a first choice. Yeah. Like, Don't be silly. Don't be silly. At first I didn't realise and I realised, oh yeah, actually. Was, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, he was good. Pre-season were mental as you know. Yeah, tough, tough. Was it a tough upbringing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I went... I went, I was one of the last ones that come through that stage where you could get away with stuff that you can't do now. Mm. Like some of stuff. So one story we, like initiations. Um, well, our Christmas due, the first team lads pulled us in and said, right, we'll pay for your Christmas due, two grand we'll give you. So back then we're thinking 17, 18, two grand, that'll get us a right old Christmas due. Got to do a nativity play, 15 minutes, all done out. You've got to have lines and everything. We're like, yeah, easy. Like, oh yeah, but you've got to do it naked. <laughs> <laughs> Right, okay. <laughs> so we did it. He's got um, Chris Obrowski, massive. Cock. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's, uh, he's Joseph. So he's holding, he's holding Jesus. Who's Paul our little... Murray. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, he's got it tucked. He's next to him tucked. So you, you got a... So we've got a little diminutive number 10, Chris Resky, in his arms naked. And he's like rocking him, pretending to be baby Jesus. <laughs> on one of hanging down. Yeah. Yeah. Did, could you narrate the... it yourself? Is that, oh yeah, we had to like, have yeah. our own have 15 minute, proper 15 minute of timing it and everything. I was one of the three wise men. We did it and we got two grand. It was brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. Yeah. And then when we had to, we had like, a, you know, the, um, the physio benches, we had to strip down to our boxes. Why back then you had to be like uh, naked. I don't know why, yeah. but it's just part, it was it. That was it, wasn't it? And you had to go under the table and then back around the other side without touching the floor in front of the first team. And then one lad, Robo, who got another story quickly I'll go on to about that. He couldn't do it. Two hours he was there for. Most of the first team lads were dropping out, but most of them, all the first team lads saying, no, he's not leaving until he does it. Two hours it took him to get around. He kept falling over. He was knackered. His arms are falling off. <laughs> what was the best technique? 
you got to get under, you got to wrap arm. your leg right under. So you got to like get one arm under and then quick as you can get under and hold and wrap the other leg around. Could you show us? I think it's a bit wide this one. The groin's not good anymore. <laughs> just yeah, yeah. Get, get your boxes and let's have a go. <laughs> 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 let's go, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> but with, with Robo, he was pretty. He was Why is he called Robo? It's Mark Robot and just Robo. Ah, right. But he was speedboat, no driver. He was the quickest right. man ever. But he used to to get to the boot room because we had our jobs, and to get out, you had to walk through the first team dressing room. So like head down, walk straight through, so they don't collar you and get you to sing a song or do something. Robo flicking the VZ went through and giving it that one. Robo, come in, nah, fuck off, all this stuff. Robo, you do that again, you're getting it. And he's like, yeah, you won't do nothing. Anyway, they grab him, strip him naked, put him in the big boot skip, the metal one, lock it, and then outside Plymouth, it's not there anymore. There's a massive green area, and they have a big fair for two weeks every summer holidays. 2,000 people every day. Wheeled him into the middle of it, unlocked it, and ran off. <laughs> So we're all looking out the window. Next thing you see, parting of the sea, all the people <laughs> parting. You see Robo walking, holding, pushing the boot skip back. <laughs> <laughs> I love the boot yeah. skip. <laughs> can, you, can you imagine that initial bit where you just all put lid again? <laughs> like trapdoor. Yeah. The boot skip is not actually your responsibility <laughs> yeah. to get back, is it? Fuck the That's getting left. <laughs> oh, I'm giving it one of them all the way back. Oh, brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. <laughs> but enjoyable at the same time. Oh, amazing. Amazing. Were they good with young lads though, back then, TP? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He was really good. He was. Um, his training was brilliant. He got the young lads involved. We had a really good group down there because everyone, because in Plymouth, it was just miles away from anywhere. Everyone was together. You hear it with the lads that, I think you had a lad on, um, I was listening to him, I can't remember who it was. He had a bad episode at Plymouth. Only if you Swanny. released it. Yeah, yeah. And he said it was brilliant because everyone had to live there, so everyone was together, but you are miles away from everywhere. Mm. So I think it, it become it could be a hindrance, but also a blessing because everyone's together. So that team camaraderie is really, mm. really big. How so close like, were you to, to getting in with the first team? Uh, so I was training with them quite a lot through my youth. Um, I was, if they needed a player, I was always the one that got called up. Um, then I got a pro and I was always in and around it. I was always the 17th man traveling away. Um, back then there's only five subs in the champ. So I was always the 17th man. Uh, the that's, 17th a man. that's a bad club to play for 17th oh, man in it. Every game is, an away, is yeah. overnight. Yeah, every, every game. But I broke my Mars by record doing it though. Yeah, so me and the sub, the third choice goalkeeper, we well, were always the ones. You couldn't get fucking chunky bastard. I was always <laughs> fat club every Monday. <laughs> So we knew we were never getting on. So we used to have Mars bars for like the, the half time and that. So we used to, as soon as we arrived at half past one, till as soon as the final whistle went, who could eat the most Mars bars between me and the third choice goalkeeper? Full size? Yeah, full size. Uh, Leeds away it was. Uh, eight and a half I got through. <laughs> the journey back, I was, I was crippled. <laughs> oh, that's in bits. What happened with the other half? Oh, I don't know what happened to that. <laughs> <laughs> No wonder I got a sweet tooth now. I don't know. <laughs> no wonder you got any fucking yeah. tooth. <laughs> so did he? Did you remember the conversation with Pulis? Because you ended, up, you went on quite a few loans, did you? Yeah. You so he, like, he went off to Stoke and then Holloway experience. came in. Ah, right. So I went on my loans and stuff. Uh, went to um, Torquay. Went to Tiverton. Um, he tried telling me I was going on loan to Torquay in sign language, Holloway, because his daughters, three daughters are all deaf. Yeah. So he was telling me, doing all these movements with his hands and saying, you're going off to Torquay. And I was like, Gaffer, I don't have a clue what I'm about here. I don't think the majority of people want to. <laughs> <laughs> and he kept, you've got to understand what I'm saying. I'm like, Gaffer, I, I don't do sign language. I'm sorry. And he went, oh, you're fucking going to Torquay. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> you heard that, 
brilliant. brilliant. Cheers, Gaffer. Yeah, yeah, no worries. Yeah, so I went off there. That was really good. They were in the conference back then. That was really good. Paul Buckle, um, some of the lads there were really, really good. That's the first time I was in a first team men's environment as a, in a professional club. Um, he had some loose cannons there. Danny Ring, Paul Hinchelwood going off to Dorchester one game for a resi game and we were late. And so we couldn't stop and Paul Hinchel was driving. He's like, I need, I need a piss, I need a piss. We can't stop, we can't even stop for 30 seconds. We've got, we're going to be late. So Danny Ring handed him a bottle and he, he was pissing it as he's driving, filled it up. He's going, oh my God, I, I'm, I'm, it's filling up. I, what am I going to do with it? So Danny Ring, give it here. So I was thinking, oh, he's going to open a window and throw it out. Give it to Danny Ring. I'll go, 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 go. Oh! Down there, get back to him. <laughs> ring it, ring it, ring it. <laughs> give it straight back to him. He's like, right, go on, fill it up. And I was thinking, oh, what the? At least when I drink yeah, for the game. Yeah. Yeah. Sterile, I suppose. <laughs> uh, it was clear, it was clear. He was hydrated. <clears throat> so yeah, that was really good. And Tiverton and stuff like that. So yeah, it was really good. But he had to put a lid on me, Holloway, a little bit, because I I was a bit of a hothead. I get sent off quite a lot in the youth team. Were you just hotheaded in terms of like hard tackles and getting stuck in? Or were you, were you mouthy as well? Yeah, it wasn't really tackles mainly. It was more, so I'm playing left back and there was a fight in the right right midfield. I was the first one there. <laughs> so it's one of those ones. So like I'm first one there in the mix, grabbing people and stamping on people's feet, pinching and all that stuff. Oh, the dark arts. Yeah, oh, yeah, horrible. yeah, yeah, I'm proper horrible. Yeah, like, <laughs> proper horrible. I'm not, I'm not afraid to admit. Say so yeah. calmly. Yeah, yeah. 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 quite proud of it as well. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. have you managed to shake it off? Like, you know, Mrs. Pisses you off in bed. I'm teaching a new generation. <laughs> I know when to tone it down. I know when to tone it down. <laughs> Keep away from me. <laughs> so yeah, a lot of tackles are mainly mouthing at the ref or, or getting involved, pushing and shoving. Obviously, yeah. when you're in a fight, no one's going to ever hit anyone on the pitch, are they? When the game going on, so it's more the like... Other than you. Yeah, other than Obviously. me, which probably come on to, yeah. yeah. But, um, but yeah, it's, it's, um, yeah, so that was mainly, most of my bookings were, 80% were fighting or mouthing off at the ref. Did you think that your best opportunity to start playing regularly was to drop to the conference? Was that the, the options yeah, you were getting? Yeah, definitely. I was, so when by then, Plymouth when you left? Yeah, so Plymouth were in the champ yeah. when we left. I left in the January. Uh, Holloway had left to go to Leicester and then Paul Sturrock came back in and he pulled me in his office and said, look, lady, I can keep you, but we're having to go in a different direction. They were, I started to have money problems. We're having to sell everybody. Um, I can keep you, but you're not really going to play. You keep going out on loan, or you can go to the conference with Stevens and start playing and start making your career. And I thought, yeah, you're probably right, you know. So I dropped from the championship to the conference. Um, under Peter Taylor. Yeah, under Peter Taylor. Good manager then, isn't it? Brilliant. Really, really good. Um, but it was funny because on the um, Sky Sports, it was like the January transfer window. So you got David Norris, good looking boy, eh? Mm, yeah, we know that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I watched it. Right Two million. Um, Paul Connolly to Derby, two million. Dan Goslin, two million somewhere. Um, all these players like two million, one million, three million, blah blah blah. Scott Laird, Stephen is free. <laughs> I was like, Can't yes. wait to fucking get rid. Yes. <laughs> I'm in. I'm in. I'm in. <laughs> but yeah, looking back, though, it could have been if it went the other way. I was yeah. done. I would never be where yeah, I, so I would be here now. You know, with you guys. It's a, a bold move, really. To, yeah, it was to yeah. drop down that far. Like, did you think about? Maybe seeing if there were anything League Two, League One. No, I don't think you... so. I think it just happened so quickly. And yeah, I love Paul Stoic because he was there when I was younger and got me into the Scotland national setup. And I kind of went off every word he said. Really, I was going to ask about that because you played for Scotland under. Yeah, I've got the accent, have I? No. <laughs> <laughs> but so how did dad, they know about it? Is your da my dad's Scottish and all his family, so I'm yeah. brainwashed. Right. Um, so yeah, I'm a Rangers fan and a Scotland fan. My daughter and my son are not 
Scotland fans because I don't want them going through the grief that I went through growing up. Why's <laughs> <laughs> all right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah doing all right now. They're doing all right. I might give it a couple more years till they understand. If they're doing all right, then they might be Scotland fans. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so I was under 16s, under 20s. Um, I was played over 50 games, captain for most of them as well. So it's brilliant. A massive honour for me to do that. Yeah. Did Rangers come in for you? Yeah, so Rangers came in for me when I was 17. Uh, 1.5 million or something. Jesus. Um, what? But Plymouth turned it down because they said, oh, he's going to be the next best thing for Plymouth. <laughs> Never only played two games and then went off to the conference. So, but yeah, I, when I was going to play for Scotland, I had been to the training ground, agreed, seen where I was going to live, agreed everything. Went up there three times. Um, and then Plymouth, yeah. You know, furious. Me. Yeah, because I'm a Rangers fan as well. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I was a little bit. See, this podcast should have been about back then and you're not just start <laughs> kicking balls about yeah. it. Well, I learned that. I come onto that far screen. <laughs> I took a leaf out of your book. That's where I got it from. <laughs> just tell us, so Taylor's end up leaving. Did you know anything about the fella coming in? Nope, didn't have a clue. Um, tell us about the first day. Do you remember anything about <clears throat> Yeah, got us all up. Uh, we all had to get up individually into, in a meeting and tell a bit about ourselves. And I think that sealed my deal with him, be becoming his favourite. Because I give it the spiel about it's my last chance. I'm a young lad. Like if I don't make it here, then I'm I'm into non-league football and blah blah. blah. Oh, so you were quite open then. Yeah, yeah, really open. I was I'd really just honest. Be like, I've got a sister. <laughs> <laughs> I'd have been like, oh, right, like pastries. I should have gone, gone to Rangers at sixteen, one point five million. I mentioned it, and now I'm, now I'm playing with your fucking assholes. <laughs> but you've got him. Yeah, I mean, he loves to... he loves all that crap. Yeah. He loved all of that, and um, and it was true. I wasn't doing it for him. I was doing it for myself. Um. Cause I wear my heart on my sleeve and I told him everything. I uh, told all the lads everything. And I think that helped me because my first six months there when I was on loan didn't really go really well. And then from that season, I was just went, just went on. It was brilliant. Just had a great four years. So do you think from that initial thing, he sat there and he's already thinking in his head who he's having and who he's not yeah. having. Oh yeah, definitely. Forward. First impressions. De definitely, definitely. He signed one lad and he was gone within two weeks. He signed him literally three weeks before. One because of that. And then also we had our first preseason game against Fulham. And he ducked in the wall and it went over his head and went in. Never saw him again. <laughs> in the wall and he ducks, it's going for his head and it went in and he was like, I'm not having that. <laughs> You're gone. One chance and one chance yeah. only. <laughs> so when, what we heard about the murder ball yesterday, didn't we? So was it every Friday? Every Friday, yeah. Every Friday. I've seen players go from out of the squad completely to starting just through murder ball on a Friday. Tell just us the talk rules. Us, yeah. Everybody... However, in the squad, sometimes we had 24 playing in the 18-yard box, two goals, and literally you throw it, the next person has to head it, and then the next person on your team catches it. Throw head catch, throw head catch, and then you have to score with a header. So you couldn't throw it in. So the amount of people having to put, throw it and people were like trying to punch it away, they're missing the ball and punching it in the face. <laughs> it was a great opportunity if you didn't like somebody. Yeah. <laughs> great opportunity to miss time, something, and whack somebody. Yeah, I've got four scars on my face through murder, murder ball. ball. Yeah. On a Friday morning. Friday morning. And what if you, sounds what like if you're, you're ducking out of things. Yeah, yeah, you're out of the team. You're out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Simple as that. Completely top goal scorer, you're out. Yeah, you're no, out. Normally on a Friday, managers are saying, watch your tackles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. If no. it's there to be one, just go easy. He's, he's you're out. full on. In. So <laughs> Bailey right. Bailey you have right. To keep playing until someone scores. Until uh, he just, he's had enough really. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Until so there's three people cut. Yeah. 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 I reckon we can franchise this as a new new sport. Yeah. <laughs> like ESPN. Yeah. <laughs> After Murder hours, because a lot of blood. After, <laughs> After the 9pm watershed, and then yeah, you're right. <laughs> but yeah, like Bailey Wright was virtually gone, and then he got cut on a Friday, and he was like, yeah, you'll do for me, you're in the team, and then he stayed in the team, and then, and then went on just from getting cut on a Friday. 
I, I reckon the next week he was literally that close to he would have been he was going out on loan and Bailey Wright wouldn't be Bailey Wright now probably. So getting cut is yeah. Some lads wanted to get cut to get in the team, <laughs> which is a bit weird really. You're thinking, why do you want to get cut to get in the team? But he was there thinking, it's the only way I'm going to get in. He loves all that. <laughs> it's fucking that, bonkers. That's the spell he had it, on you. It's, it's, that's the spell. But everybody getting involved as well. Yeah, everyone loved it. it. Loves oh, everyone it. loved it. Everyone loved it. I need to get caught. And in the end, oh, the lads loved it as well. But whatever you say, he took Stevenage from mm. the conference yeah. to League One. Yeah, like, like I said, I think, but he inherited and he brought in, fair play to him, players that were on their last chance saloon. Players that were like released or already there that like, if they didn't make it there, it was going into the conference south, non-league, get a job, et cetera, et cetera. So we all, we all had to just get together. Yeah. And then we went on a mad run. And what he did really well for those four years, he kept a nucleus of 13, 14 together and then brought in on loans and, and people just dipping in and out of the squad. Mm. But that team for four years, we were so together. And he kept that team together? Yeah, for four years, yeah. So it is a, you know, getting a bunch of misfits or people yeah. that are on the last chances yeah. and then getting the man mentality right. Yeah, definitely. So, First year we lost in the playoffs to Cambridge. And then, and then we won the conference, won League Two, and then got in the League One playoffs in Stevenage. We'd been the first ever team to go bang, bang, bang. Who else was these boys? Uh, Mark Roberts, centre-half. Uh, John Massino, now manager at Pompey. Um, obviously, took Dino Mamre everywhere with him. He yeah. was signed on, just in case we needed him. <laughs> he was on the bench at Wembley in the FA Trophy. Never <laughs> <laughs> played a game. It looks like a bouncer, by the way. He's a big boy. He's a big boy. <laughs> uh, he's manager at Burton, the Burton manager right now. Um, so yeah, yeah, they, we were his probably main three, Mark Roberts, myself, John Massino, Chris Beardsley, who works at Burton as well. Uh, we were probably his main four. I said to you, uh, off air, like, did it put you in an awkward situation with lads that were coming in or, yeah. you know, when he took you to Preston or whatever, because he was saying you, you were his boy. Were the other lads a bit wary of you? Yeah, they think, that, like everyone, you're going to think, oh, he's going to be a snitch. He's going to be the one who's going to report him back to him. But I made it my business the ever team or new lads that came in or went to a new team in Preston that I told them that I'm that's not me I'm not that type of player so don't worry about opening up to me because you think I'm going to go and report it back and I told Wesley that I said look Gaffer I'm never going to do that if you're going to ask me to do that don't because I'm never going to tell you you don't want to be putting that no, position because as soon as that gets out it's like in yeah. prison isn't it as soon as you know you're a grass yeah. you're like you're screwed aren't you yeah. stitches get yeah. stitches yeah. what's the uh, the most random text you've gotten from him because we've already he, he texts at random times yeah I just put my phone on silent you knew he was going to do that I just put it on silent you know? but yeah he'd message you at 2 in the morning tell me you're starting 11 I made a mistake of telling him once next morning come in right Lairdy has picked this 11 <laughs> Oh. <laughs> but is he expecting you to be up at two o'clock? Surely you'll be Not thinking. really, no, no. I think if you answer back, yeah, then he'll, he'll talk to you, but just put your phone on silent and then just answer him in the morning. But as long as you answer him back, because if you don't answer him back, you're trouble. in trouble. Yeah, yeah. But surely a Friday night and you're playing tomorrow, yeah, yeah. He's, he's not, the manager's not wanting you to play up at two o'clock in the morning, is he? He'll mess you. Like I had one, someone on a Friday night, oh, I don't know if I should start you tomorrow. Inspire me so I can got a reason to start you. Well, all right. <laughs> is this via text? Yeah, or? via text. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm going with you. Don't fucking play me. I'm not your, yeah. I'm not your fucking teeth. Got my playing, Graham. Did you get that one? Yeah, I got that one. Yeah, yeah. You got a few of them. Yeah. Did you? I can't remember what I replied. I must have been a good reply because I played. But to be fair, I was going to play anyway. I was the only left back. 
I'm going to go with like, really go the, for you it. Get the fancy dress box. Out <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm going to go with it. Gladiator on. I think I'd have gone razor blade. <laughs> razor blade in film. This is how much I want to play. Greg. <laughs> <laughs> just cut my forehead. He must just be bored at home, mustn't he? Like, Definitely. I'll have a bit of crap. Yeah, now. yeah, yeah. But he said he did that because he felt he got more honesty through people through text. Because when you're talking sometimes face to face, you don't necessarily. But when you're behind a phone, you might say stuff that you wouldn't say when you're face to face, which kind of makes sense, doesn't it? Because you might feel a bit more safer texting. Yeah. You might be a bit more honest. Because you, know, you can always show people, that's what that's like. Yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that we've was heard, his thinking. Obviously, we've heard loads about these oddball methods and the invisible weights yeah, and all yeah, this yeah. stuff. Have you seen many lads come in and they just can't deal with it? Like, yeah, yeah, we broke situations. A few, broke a few people, yeah. Didn't that came on trial and then just couldn't hack it? Yeah, yeah, like the weights. We after every session, we used to do bodies. You do bodies after sessions, like you used well, to just yeah, sit ups, press ups, weights. It's imaginary sometimes, but 12, 10k bun, um, dumbbells. And you always do it where you wouldn't. You? And you'd count everyone, and you'd do everyone. I used to like try and hide behind him, but you'd know I was missed if I missed one. How the fuck do you know I missed one? <laughs> and he's like, Lady, you missed one. Right, we'll do another 10 because Lady missed one. And they're like, Lady, I'm like, I don't know how he sees me. I'm hiding. <laughs> yeah, but he'd count everyone and do everyone. He was a machine. Come and step on your back. Oh my God. Because you're doing a press up. Yeah. Or on your stomach when you're doing sit ups. Yeah. yeah, he loved it. Or doing planks and that. And you had to like outlast him. People doing five minute planks. I'm like, this is not good for you. You <laughs> <laughs> must have yeah. been fit. Oh, we were fit. We were strong. Yeah, the fittest I've ever been. Oh, actually, Pulis is the fittest I've ever been. Is yeah. that where the success came from, do you think? Yes, or was we he a good coach team. and manager? The fitness and the... Mentality. Yeah, we beat teams even before the game. So in the tunnel, we'd have to like... If you didn't... When you're waiting to go out, if you didn't shout, come on, Stephen Edge, or let's get into him, you'd like... You'd, at halftime after the game, you'd like, you didn't shout? I'm like, no, I didn't, Gaffer. Like, why not? And like before the game, the handshake. We lost the game, right, at home. And on the Monday, we came in and he put on the TV just us walking down the line shaking hands and he goes we lost the game there and I was like no we didn't we got beat 4-0 he went no your handshake wasn't firm enough look look he didn't shake his hand he didn't look into his eyes and we're like gaffer you know we lost the game because of that <laughs> like what it's almost like a cult isn't it yeah so he, you know you do your um, pre-season pitches you get the big tall muscly ones John Ashton Mark Roberts um, a few other lads and he'd get them to look down at the camera and then he'd blow it up and he'd put it in massive frames outside the away changing room. So when you walk out, they're like looking down on you. So subliminally they're in you and then when you go into the dressing room and then he'd get the speaker and he'd turn it round, he'd wait for the opposition to get out and he'd put under pressure on by Queen. <laughs> <laughs> and then literally he'll wait to the moment where it goes under pressure <laughs> and then walk out. <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> you can see the opposition lads going, what the <laughs> <laughs> but after speaking to him further on down the line he said honestly you guys beat us in the tunnel like we were just like nah I can't handle this like it's just going to be relentless for 90 minutes just bang 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 but we were good we were good players we got it forward and then we played in their half but was that the to... only was that what he used to say just... no he was good tactically he was good but he would say yeah like if it's on play like let's play but if it's not let's get it into their half second ball second ball and then we'll play and like it was good to me because I was we all were good football players like, I was Overlaps. He said, no, I don't want you defending. I want you overlapping. The right back's crossing it, get in the box. So he was really, he was quite attacking, but he was like, our half, don't fuck about. Get it in their half and then you can do what you want, really. I remember playing against his Preston team. Yeah. And we when did, you're Donny. From, yeah, from set pieces, we did yeah. not know 
what was going on. Yeah. You, had, you must have had loads in the locker. Oh, loads. Because I think I was marking Bailey right, and I yeah, was just yeah. pale. Don't, mate. I scored it. Please. Honestly, it was unbearable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we beat you at the old place. Like three, no, I scored from a set piece, but we scored loads of set pieces. Um, we just had loads of different, the train, just loads of them. One, we had to start, there was a corner, and we had to start on the halfway line at the dugout, pretending we were having a drink, and then just sprint. <laughs> It's a 60-yard run. <laughs> Pretending you're owning it. What was that one called? I think it's just the leg it one. <laughs> Go! <laughs> could, you have a, could you have a row with him? Like, yeah, yeah, he loved it. Yeah, yeah, he loved it. He's giving you a bollock in. Yeah, he loved it. Yeah, yeah, he loved that. He loved it. I think he wanted it. He, he showed that you could. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there was a few. I, think, I can't remember if it was Ronnie or Beardo. At halftime once, he was battering him. And um, Ronnie said something, or Beardo, whoever it was, and he just turned around and just lobbed the marker pen at him. And he just went, bosh, back in the head, like marker pen right across his head. And he got up and he was like, do it again. Tell him to do it again. We're holding him back. Wesley's coming up. We're having to hold him back. Do it again. And we're like, calm him down. We go out for the second half. He's still got the marker pen right across his face. <laughs> so I'm pissing myself. And I'm like, you've got to rub that off. And he's like, what, what, what? And he goes, play the second half with the marker pen across his face. <laughs> just, he was just, he just, yeah, he loved all that. His team talks were just the best. Like I couldn't wait for every game, our team talk. Like we knew at half past one, you had to be in the dressing room, ready to go. And he'll come in on the dot, door opened, in he comes, yeah. and we're like, here we go. <laughs> we're just going to Everyone's quiet. Everyone's back in their seats. Yeah, man. I'm expecting popcorn out, music. Popcorn. One of his first ones, one of, we were in the conference, we were playing Burton when they were flying under, um, oh, bloody hell. Rowett. Yeah, no. Um, Clough? Clough. And his, um, Braveford was playing for him. And he was, he was on fire anyway. They were top of the league and he had Sabutio. We had a round table and it always just had like um, Jelly Babies, your Lucas Aids, but it's today it had Sabutio on it. So we're all in there at one o'clock playing Sabutio, pissing about. Half past one comes, quick, put it all back together. He comes in, he goes, right lads, Burton, good side, good side. Tough nut, top of the league for a reason. As he's doing this, goes behind the whiteboard, gets out a toy truck. He goes, you got to run him over, <laughs> kill him. <laughs> but they're top of the league for a reason, they'll get back up. You gotta run him over again! <laughs> Kill him! <laughs> like smashing the whole beauty of set up, threw it off, and just walked out. Beating 4 0. Brilliant. Brilliant. Next week we played, I could play someone else, and he, he brought in some walnuts. And he goes, Walnuts. He goes, they're tough to crack, aren't they? Like this team, tough nut, tough nut. How would you how would you crack a nut, Ronnie? Threw him a walnut. Ronnie tried biting it, threw it at the floor, a little bit cracked open. He went, that's one way. Yeah, this is how I'd do it. Got about four or five out of his pocket, put them in the middle, went behind the whiteboard, got a big mallet out, and he goes, bang, bang, bang! <laughs> Smashing the walnuts, walnuts going everywhere. <laughs> Careful, get in your face. He's like, that's how I'd do it. And then just walked out. <laughs> Won that game as well. Y'all start the light. We played Oxford in the conference. So we won it the second year. And it's Chris Wilder's manager. And he comes in, he goes, right, massive games. Fifth game for the end of the season. And we were going for top, they were going for top. And he goes, uh, I rang him at 4 a.m. in the morning. And we were like, who gaffer? He went, Chris Wilder. And I go, why? He went, just to get in his head. And he goes, did he answer? He went, of course he did. And you know what I said? I went, Wilder, we're coming to get you. <laughs> like, it's a weird thing he's taking a piss, right? Anyway, we go out and I'm talking to their winger, Alfie Potter. And he goes, Laddie, do you know what your gaffer did last night? I went, no, he's telling us before the game. Is it true? He went, yeah, Wilder's fuming. Like he's, he's on it. He was telling us before the game. He said, you've got to go out and beat these. Their manager's disrespectful, blah, blah, Ringing me up at 4 a.m., calling me Wilder. <laughs> And I was like, I thought he was messing about. Yeah, he did it. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Oh, I was like, oh, this is amazing. Absolutely it's amazing. like if you got Ted Lasso and David Brent <laughs> and put them together. Oh, I brilliant. love him. I, I think he go on about his missus as well. I got a few about his missus because he, he was massive about things like that. But it, and a treadmill, I've got to tell the treadmill one, right? Because it's in our group. I, he loved doing like his workouts, he's fit. So he come in on a Saturday, you know, last night, lads, I was on a treadmill, le- le- level 13, 45 minutes. And I got to the point you go, I'm not going to get off. I'm going to beat the treadmill. I'm going to outlast the treadmill. So I started punching it, headbutting it, kneeing it, kicking it. I was like, I'll break it. I'm going to break it. Beat it up, smashed it, smashed it to bits. I beat the machine. You don't worry, I went and bought a new one, three grand, put it back in my room next day. He goes, but uh, I was never going to let that treadmill beat me. <laughs> and all the lads were like, mental, but believable. <laughs> like, actually, the point thing, is he, t- is he Mickey taken or not? Oh, you get our grasping it, lads? <laughs> what? What a fucking lunatic he is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it might be a funny lunatic, but he's a fucking lunatic. He came in one day with a compass and he went, oh, my missus gave me this compass to give my three strikers, Yemi, Charlie Griffin and Chris Beardsley, because you've not scored for five games and my missus wants you to know the route to goal. <laughs> <laughs> so she give me this compass to give you. All three of them scored that game. Mental. <laughs> I'm not, not bullshitting either. Like, it's a true story. One day we prepared all week because we were playing against, uh, I played Newcastle in the FA Cup. Was it Newcastle? It was a massive game anyway. And we prepared all week with the start of 11. And then, no, it wasn't Newcastle. It was a massive game to get us into the league or something. And um, he comes in and he goes, right, I had a dream last night. Oh, my missus had a dream last night. Peter Vicente scored the winner. So on that note, Winnie, even though I know you started for the whole week, you're out, Peter Vicente's in. <laughs> That's like, what, just because you had a dream? He went, yeah. And we won 1-0. Peter was sending school. No, 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 no that's where I'm starting. No ball. No ball. <laughs> I loved him, but that's... No ball. He scored. He's like, Winnie, you're out. P- Peter, you're in. <laughs> he oh, scored. What, oh, what, what's Winnie doing? Just like, oh yeah, yeah no Winnie, problem. That's Winnie what... was like, oh yeah. He was a li- he was funny when he didn't he didn't know what was happening anyway. He was two Sam's just short of a picnic anyway. <laughs> so you imagine then, like that, after the game, that's it, just gonna make him worse. In, in an interview, it's like, oh, the yeah. manager's misses had a dream, so I didn't I didn't play. Brilliant. I was out the team. Well, he, wanted, he, he couldn't decide if it was Tim Seals or Yemi one game, so we were out on the pitch before, and he went, lads, in you come, I can't decide who's going to start up front, so I'm going to toss a coin. Heads for Yemi, tails for Sealsy. And he flicked it, and it landed in the ground on its side, and he goes, it's landed on its seal. Must be Tim Seals. <laughs> <laughs> Started Sealsy. <laughs> so you turn up for a game... Thinking you're playing, there's yeah, a good chance you could be actually out. not going to be playing. Don't, I, something could happen. His, his wife could have a premonition, or yeah. and all of a sudden you're not <clears throat> you're playing, or heads and tails. You can see why because he came in and used role there. Uh, yeah, yeah. You, so you're kind of involved and you you know what he's like. But imagine when he went to Preston, man. And he's, I'm guessing he's just gone exactly the same. I think he went full throttle from day one. Yeah, I think that's what probably in the end killed him. Yeah, that changing room there was some big, mm. biggish I names. Think, I day. think lads that. You're all lads. We all love it, don't we? I think he probably could have got to that point, but in stages. But I think because he went full steam ahead from day one, it just... Well, like you you, two, con, two consecutive promotions yeah. for you, lads. <coughs> if he stayed, like, that, that League One year, because he went to Preston in the March or April, if he stayed, we would have won promotion. Yeah. We would have won promotion. I, I fully believe because Mark Smith came in, who's now manager of Nashville in America and doing really well, but he didn't have a Scooby-Doo. Like we played... Sheffield United three games at the end of the season away and we're above Sheffield United in the playoffs and he was like right lads if we just get beat 1-0 today that'd be really good because it keeps our goal difference down and be fine to get into the keepers in the playoff hunt and we were looking like what? 
we want to beat them. So we go out and have the huddle before the game and Robbo's like, don't listen to a word he said. We're here to win. And we went, I think we drew two all. We went two nil up. But like, we went from being told that we're going to win, beat everybody mm. to being told that, oh, if we just get beat one nil, that'd be a good result away from home. You know, it's just a bit... Mm. Tell you what was good. You mentioned off air about um, with a subside and the away trips mm. and stuff. Put his own. Yeah, his he's own money in. Every away trip so the club would give you a budget to go away stay in a hotel and then he would make the difference up so he wanted us to go first class on the train so we'd go to MK Don's but we wouldn't finish training until an hour before the train left <laughs> so it was like Mario Kart to get to MK Don's was like half an hour away <clears throat> to get on the train and then we'd go first class on the train always stayed in Manchester really in the middle at the Malmaison which is brilliant and then he'd say right, right I trust all of you None of you take the piss, it'll be fine. You can go go to Nando's, go for a meal, go to the cinema, go shopping. But as long as none, all of you are back in the rooms by 10 and none of you are out in the pub, do whatever you want. So he was really good and he'd make the difference up. So if that was seven grand, he'd put the other five grand in or whatever it is. So he was, he was, he was so in that regard, he was brilliant. He was really so good. I, I get the impression that if you're in, yes. it's quite a nice place to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Quite enjoyable. What was the worst case that you saw from somebody that you didn't like and he wanted out the club? I think it was a bit harsh on Hume, even though I was, I kind of got the tail end of that because he came to you at Donny when I joined. But I think... Um, that I think, was from above though, one. Yeah, I think talking to him, he was told he'd had to come in and get rid of a lot of players. There's ways of doing that, isn't there? Yeah. And I think he probably, I think he regrets that because he really did like Hume in the way he played. And Hume, as we talked about, is his type of player. Hume would suit Wesley down mm. to the ground. So I think he regrets that one. So I think, I think... I understand why there's a dislike because of the way he did do things. Um, but I think hopefully one day you could get him on here, which would be amazing. And he could dispel that and, and make you understand why. Mm. But he brought some bloody good players into Preston. It sounds like the, the, his methods, the only way that it would work is the path that, that he went with with Stevenage in, like I said before, yeah. with these Getting players the that in. needed. Yeah. And then coming into a new club with, like you said, some bigger names, mm. it's just like, what the hell's going on? I think that's 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 the thing. When he took over, we weren't big names, you know. We were we were nobodies really, if we're being honest. And then we made a made a career for ourselves, all of us. But yeah, going into that that team, Craig Morgan, you know, Hume, there's some big big player, Danny Mayer. Didn't he? Didn't he? Morgs pick him up or something? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think he tried to wrestle him like he does, and then Morgs has picked him up. I think. <laughs> like, like he does. <laughs> yeah. Is that a regular thing? Big bear. That? Yeah. Well, oh, you just if you yeah, West, you walk around with his coffee, you talk about it, yeah. and he's just getting headlock. But he had to fight back. If he didn't fight back, I've seen players get released for that as well. If he didn't well, not, fight not back, fighting back, not fighting back, you're out. He wanted you to fight back. <laughs> Coffee going everywhere. He's crying out the headlock. How long like, do you stay in an headlock though before you? He's got to get out. Like if you're not good at fighting yeah. back, like, once you're in there for a bit, you're like, <laughs> you're you, know, you know what it's like now. He's still here three hours later. Yeah, yeah. He's not letting go until you get out. <laughs> so I'm trying to like. Sometimes I had to bat him into a wall. It's like get him off and loosen the grip. <laughs> if you mate, if you've got stuff written down, just keep, I'm, keep, yeah. keep them coming. I, <laughs> I, got those. I got the one when we were in League Two. Uh, we were 18th in League Two. We had a bad start. Got to January, end of January, and we lost. Came was two. He goes like, "Lads, meet me at Stansted Airport Monday morning, 8 a.m." And we we're like, "What?" And we we're like, "Just meet me at Stansted Airport, 8 a.m." All lads are like, "All right." So a few lads went out. Robbo, Mark Roberts, he couldn't come in the end because he went out on that night, jumped in a swimming pool, and then put his put his clothes in the wash and forgot he still had his passport in the wash so he turned up the Stansted and wasn't allowed on because it was faded anyway, <laughs> he, comes, he comes in he goes right Albafura 36 hours okay 
two rules, don't die and don't get arrested. And we're like, what do you mean? He went, right, see that flight, 10 a.m., you're on it. I want you back, it's 36 hours, training Thursday, and then we'll kick on from there, yeah? You do whatever you want. My room at the hotel is room 200. Charge anything you want to that, drinks, food, whatever you want, the golf. Uh, go and enjoy yourselves, let your hair down. Did he, he, he didn't come as well? He didn't he come, didn't no, come. he went, you're on your own. He said, that's my room, just charge everything. He said, I'm not coming. <laughs> he goes, off you go. And he, as they were walking off, he went, Larry, come here. I was like, oh, Christ. He went, I want you to look after everybody. I'm like, Gaff, I'm 21. They're not going to listen to me. And like, Laddie, I need you to look after him. You're the only sensible one out of all these lot. And it was a good job I did, because how nobody died, I'll never know. <laughs> John Ashton was, even before we got there, was off his head drunk. We got there, he jumped straight in the pool with his phone. So his phone was dead. And that's the only way we get hold of him, because he had a tendency to wander when he was drunk. We had uh, two lads, Joel Byram and Robbie Sinclair, Got, bought a disposable camera, went off down to the, the town, bought some hats with the propellers, and then we're going around taking photos with all the locals and going in the shops. But doing this, they had their cocks out, <laughs> like taking photos. And then like, when we got back, they got all the pictures printed off. And it was hilarious. <laughs> they disappeared for 36 hours, don't know where they went. We had two lads, I won't name one, two of them because they got quite good jobs now. <laughs> They're not too bad a story, but they had a tendency when they were drunk to get naked. And then they were running around the hotel naked. And he also, when they got drunk, had a tendency to start play fighting, quite rough with people. So they come knocking on my door. Lady, lady, let us in. So I look for the people, they're both naked. Let us in. They're like, I'm not letting you in. I know what you're going to do. You're going to beat me up if I let you in. No, we're not, lady, we're not. Just let us in, let us in. I'm, like, I'm not letting you in. Anyway, half an hour goes by, I don't let him in. Next thing you hear a commotion outside. They're running up and down the corridor with the big fire hose. They've unraveled from the wall, just running up and down with it. One's got a fire extinguisher trying to do one. One's the other one with the fire hose and no water coming out of it, but trying to pretend to squirt him. And then another half an hour goes by. Nino, Nino, Nino. Let us in, let us in. I'm like, now you're gonna beat me up. Lady, there's two police cars outside, let us in. I'm like, oh yeah, there is. They're looking for us, they're looking for us. So I let them in. Next thing, knock at the door again, please. We know there's two lads in there, let us in. And I'm like, no, they're not, there's not. They come on in. By this time, they've gone out the balcony, jumped over the balcony, because they're the room next to me, gone into their balcony and got in their doors. Please come in looking through all the cupboards in the bathroom, all that. And I'm like, no, they're not here, I promise you. Like, if they're here, you, you ring down to reception, tell us. I'm like, yeah, all right, yeah, I'll do that. <laughs> I'll do that. So no, no, you got away with it, no arrest. Yeah, 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 no arrest. No one died. No one died. And, how, and then we played Bradford on a Saturday and won. I don't know how we won. I did not know how we won. Was it? What are you, cause how are they? And we went from the playoff them? and we went from 18th we won the playoffs. Whether that was it or not, but that was all in the January. Yeah. Is, did, is he picking up the bill for all that? Yeah, yeah, he paid for everything. Do you know how much so it was? Is that his own don't pocket? Clear, no, don't clear. I was too drunk to know. Is that yeah, yeah, his was, own he's pocket? a multi-millionaire, yeah. He's worth a lot of money. In, from in his, his own right? own right, yeah, his own businesses right. in London, yeah. Yeah, he's a um, very, very wealthy man. He never fucking took us to Aberfwyra at fucking Newport. Unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> Unbelievable. You'd have liked him then, wouldn't you? Oh, fucking hell, right? right. But the fact that the thing that gets me about that story is he's actually travelled from home to the airport. Mm. I think he was going somewhere. Oh, I reckon he, he, I reckon right. he was going somewhere. Yeah, yeah. He was probably going somewhere. But well, yeah, he was great. I wouldn't have thought it'd have been like one of them to say, right, lads, go and get pissed for two days. Mm. Were he all right with you having a drink? And fine. Yeah, yeah, he was fine. Not, he was obviously like every manager. If you had a Tuesday game, don't. But yeah, he, he wanted us to go out and be together. See, he was quite, he's quite happy about it, yeah. Did you miss the um, FA Trophy final? Yeah, got sent off again. Because oh, <laughs> so, that would have been... There's two stories in that. So we played Cambridge in the playoff semi-final in the conference and we lost. I got sent off. So then I ended up missing the 
trophy Wembley at my first time at Wembley. Yeah. Been lucky enough to play there a few more times after that, but that was my first. I didn't think I was ever going to get there again because most people only get there once or none. Yeah. It, you know, so I was gutted about that. But anyway, we after the game we were waiting for our bus and our bus was late, so we were waiting for the bus. But it's outside, right next door to the ground is the Cambridge Ultras pub. So we're all sitting there and they're giving us, they're all pissed, giving us loads. Hey, you're rubbish, we beat you. But it's quite a bit of a derby. And we're like, come on, lads, leave us alone. Like, we don't need it. Like, we're waiting for the bus. The bus, don't know why the bus wasn't there anyway. Anyway, all of a sudden, someone just hit somebody. One of their fans came in and one of, I don't know who it was, whether they hit one of us or one of us hit one of them. All of a sudden, carnage. Bad's going everywhere, lads jumping in, there was lads coming back, <laughs> running. I was walking, I saw it happening, I've jumped on someone, someone's about to hit Dino. I've jumped on his back, grabbed him, got him to the floor so he didn't hit Dino. Some lads coming out with glasses, trying to get people, literally for about five, five minutes. And then all of a sudden, it stopped. They got one lad with a cut eye. We got one of our lads going with a massive like golf ball on his head, getting on the coach. The bus turned up and it just stopped. Police turned up and like, oh, what's happening out here? And they were all right. So, no, nah, nothing, officers. And we were like, no, nah, nothing's happened, nothing's happened. But how that never got out and never <laughs> got spoken about, that it was a full on fight. About 40 Bar people. Like 40 people. <laughs> all of us, 20 of us. Dino was in there as well. So, I was happy Dino was there. He was massive. <laughs> Their fans just fighting, just swinging punches, everything. Yeah. You get, get a few. I in. got a few yeah, little, uh, little digs in and then ducked out. Ducked out. Ducked out. I was more like, making sure people don't get hurt. Like, cause people were fighting and someone was coming from behind. So I was like, making sure people weren't getting hit. It was just, oh, it was mental. <laughs> How that never- That's outrageous. And were Wesley involved? Wesley no, he was, doing, he was doing interviews and stuff. I don't think he ever found out. It was just one of them where like, nobody ever talked about it again. He'd have loved it though, wouldn't oh, he? he just <laughs> loved it. Yeah. First River Fight Club. Yeah, it was brilliant. <laughs> brilliant. Yeah, Did just... you get hit by a fan on the pitch? Yeah, 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 yeah. So part of my journey, right? Part of my story. And he presses good press. <laughs> so. <laughs> I, we just played Newcastle, just beat Newcastle, Premier League team. We were League Two in the FA Cup. So massive, massive win. I'm on the pitch celebrating and then it's whacked from behind. I think it's a fan who's come to jump on my back and then caught me like with her elbow or something. But obviously it's right in the halfway line, right where the camera is, the TV camera. So it's like for everyone to see. But some guys come behind me and like, clock me from behind. Good punch. Coward though, because it's from behind. And then like gone down, got straight out. I was like, Christ, what was that? I didn't realize what happened. And obviously it's blown up and it. it's gone all over the world. And like my cousin's in Australia and he's like, you're on the front, you're on the back pages of our newspaper in Australia. <laughs> I'm like, Christ. Is this at Stevenage or at your Stevenage. But obviously the paper that everyone hates, rhymes with scum. We all know who that is. I can't even say their name. I did test them. Ran a story which was false. Um, so, they were like hounding my family, going to my family home, knocking on the door, getting a story, trying to get a story. And then this guy who'd just been released from prison was come out and was trying to put his name back on the scene. Um, this is the story when he went to court, the real story, but the pre the, the son put something else. So I said, oh, I'm gonna sue you because it's the wrong story. And they said, no, we'll put, a, we'll put an apology in. So they put a week later, page 12, right in the bottom corner. We apologize to Scott so what there for the first What did they say it was? They said I was sleeping with his missus. Right. <laughs> so it's obviously, my family and all that. Yeah, I'm worried about all that, but it is what it is. You know what I mean? I was two weeks later, I had two bids turned down for me. And I think people realized my name got put out there, whether that's because of that, but all yeah. of a sudden I was getting a bit of press. Sure, um, the story is, is fan runs on pitch, hits player. Yeah. Job yeah, done. Yeah. But yeah, they, yeah the, son, you, the son wanted to yeah. put what they wanted. Had a bit of salt and pepper. Mm. So I was like, right, I, I want to, what about this guy there? I want some, I want some damages. 
And he's like, he's got no money. He's going back to prison. He's got no money. And he's like, oh, I want his, what the son had paid him. And like, oh, that doesn't count towards that money. That's not, you can't take that. I'm like, so I've just been shagging his wife anyway. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I wish I did do something that actually <laughs> warranted it, you know? So, hey, it is what it is. If it he's is back in is. prison, wife's yeah. game, wife's fair game, isn't she now? <laughs> but he came back, he came back out and then beat her up and went well, back again. I imagine, did that cause trouble at home and stuff with, no, 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 it did at start because yeah. obviously Your questions are being asked. Yeah, yeah, of course, yeah. And obviously, my them hounding my family as well. You know, it's not a nice, yeah. a nice thing as well. But um, no, I dyed my hair for a few games and my beard and tried to change what, my try, shirt. Who's that? Who's that? But yeah, yeah, it is what it is. You know, and it's part of my story. And I'm, um, I always talk about it, and so I should do. You know, I don't hide away from it. It's what it is. But yeah, we beat Newcastle. That was unbelievable. Yeah. Can't remember much from the Who game. Who were I had Aaron Lennon. Oh my God. Shit off a shovel. <laughs> I was, from standing still to sprinting in one stride. I was like, how... That's the levels, you know? I was good. I was a good player. I could. I reckon I was good enough to play more in the champ because I had a good brain, but I was never quick enough but as a fullback mm. to play Premier League. Or but I played against Tottenham in the FA Cup, yeah. uh, Chelsea, Tottenham. So I've been, I was able to hold my own in these one-off games, but not, I wouldn't be able to play in there every, every week. Cause who's the best you've played against then? Uh, in, you know, uh, the big dogs you've. Um, Aspilicueta was good. Like just solid, you know, you couldn't get past him. Like just could not get past him. Um, Aaron Lennon was good. Willian, he was very good. I touched his afro. He thought he was going to kill me. <laughs> <laughs> what was it? A rob or a yeah, like Timothy pat down. No, it was Ooh. like we both slid for the ball. It was going out, and he tried to grab the ball as he was getting up to take a quick free kick. So I pushed his head down to like keep him on the floor as I pushed away, and he just looked at me and just stared me out. And he's like, no, 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 hair, no, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh Christ, won't be doing that again. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Yeah, he was, they were good. They're just, they're just quick, aren't they? Mm. Rooney was unbelievable. When we played United, he was just so intelligent. You know, the positions they pick up, just, just incredible. Because you go in a mark, then you leave a space for Di Maria. You mark Di Maria, you leave a space for Rooney. You're just thinking, what do I do? <laughs> who do I, who, who's the lesser? They're not, are they? They're both unbelievable. So you scored that game as well, didn't you? Yeah, I don't like to talk about it, but if you do, I'm yeah. more than happy to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> it's part of your story. Yeah, it's part of your story. <laughs> you know, so. Yeah, that was unreal. That was unreal. I, before the game, I forgot to eat because I was so excited, I forgot to eat. And I was driving, I was like, Leanne, I've, I'm not eating. I need something in my belly. He's just like, let's go to McDonald's. Stuff it. I need to go. So I got in the back, kid got under, because I'm a Preston tracksuit on. The one as you come down the long road, yeah. that, that McDonald's. Went for the drive through. God, I can't, it was a double cheeseburger or something. Ate that and got in and then, uh, and then played. And then, yeah, it was unbelievable. Nearly at half time. I megged and Herrera and got it the other side. But nobody talks about that, do they? Fucking <laughs> <laughs> you are. Proper good man. <laughs> I was buzzing with that stuff, the goal. I was buzzing about the megs on Herrera. <laughs> and then, um, yeah, the second half came, straight at the second half, and it, it almost, everything slowed down. Like, Joey Garner played it into me, 
And then I just hit it, took a slight deflection, but it always says Scott Laird's 47 minutes. It's never going to change. So it's my goal. And uh, went in and I was like, oh shit, I scored. What do I do now? And as I was going over, I jumped over the hoardings. I was like, oh, I can't go in the crowds. I get booked. Deep Dell Ducks jumped over. He's trying to grab me and he stinks. <laughs> he was trying to go. I was like, fuck, run away from him. So I run to my family in the corner. So I'm running to the corners where my family, all the family are. And then uh, everyone jumps on me. Joe Garner's got his tongue down my throat. Gally, Paul Gallagher's going, you don't know what you've just done. We could, uh, this would be amazing if we win. Bailey Wright's got his finger up my Bump. backside. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm at the bottom of the huddle going, I can't breathe. Like, get off. So I get up and then we play on. And if VAR was around, so in my head, we've won one nil because Rooney died for a penalty. Herrera or Flaney was offside. And then again, Herrera or Flaney handballed it for the, and then tapped it in. So in my head, we've won one nil because VAR would rule, yeah. would rule them out. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that was good. And to Mark Di Maria and stuff like that. I remember we played wing backs that day. And I was like, half a sec second half, up and down. And I was like, Grayson, Gaffer, Gaffer. God, you got to change formation. I'm knackered. He's going, come on, lady. Keep going. Gaffer, I'm playing wing back against Valencia and Di Maria. Like, <laughs> help me out. <laughs> I'm knackered. <laughs> He's like, you'll be all right. You'll be all right. Keep going. Oh, Christ. <laughs> How was it go going back to a normal manager? You know, when he left? Yeah, 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 weird. Um, Did yeah, you miss it? Yeah, yeah. Um, Grayson was good though. Grayson was, was it? Yeah, he was good. He was good. Um, never really talked to me. Never really praised me. Never really battered me. Didn't do, really do anything to me. And I always found that a bit weird. And I always I spoke to him a few years back, and I said, "Gaffer, like you never." I remember playing Colchester or something. I think it was Colchester. And I scored two, set up two, one four one. And even after the game, he never praised me. He never. I had a stinker that game. He never hammered me. He went, "Laddie, did you play for me every game you were available?" I said, "Yeah." He goes, "There you go." It's fair enough. Yeah, and I said, mm -hmm. I said. No, oh, you never thought about that. He said, I knew you just didn't, you just needed to just crack, crack on. on. You don't need any, you don't need anything. Just let you crack on. Whereas other people need an arm round them or a rollicking. You just needed to crack on, you know? So I was um, like, oh yeah, it makes sense. How's Wesley seen by the Stevenage fans now? Because there were four of you all, like he goes to Preston mm. and he took four players. I think he still loved. Yeah. I think he still loved. Yeah. I think what he did for that club uh, was amazing. I know he's had three or four stints there, but um yeah, I think he's. I think he's still loved by him. Yeah, definitely. But he he took us. Yeah, I get that. Um, but the, the, I think would, would you say that was the best four as well? Um, yeah, probably. Uh, Robbo as well. You know, Robbo, um, Luke Freeman. He was good as well. I didn't take Luke. Um, yeah, yeah. I'd probably say so. Yeah, Laurie Wilson, Ronnie Henry. We had you a good want a free sign. transfer? Yeah, I was free, and I was the last. I was after the Bosman as well. So, we the, the phone call. Yeah, yeah. He's, I taking, saw. he's taking me with him. Yeah, yeah. But I think we all would have stayed at Stevenage if they offered us better deals. Right. So I was in League One. I just won Player of the Year for Stevenage. Got in Team of the Year. Was top goal scorer from left back, and uh, and got Young Player of the Year for the whole league. So I'm thinking. Well, I'm going to get a good deal here. Stephen yeah. is going to offer me something definitely before I go to Preston. They offered me 50 quid more. And I was thinking, I've just won this, this, this and that. And you're doing that? Like what? Yeah, so that's I went, a fist check, isn't it? I was on 800 quid a week. So like at League One, people think, oh, you're on thousands of pounds a week. Like, it was good money at that age, definitely. But yeah. I know they're bringing in players. And I know the players in that league were on grand, grand and a half, two grand, probably some, some of them. Like Ched Evans at Sheffield United that year was on 25 grand a year. Yeah. More than yeah. a whole squad put together. Yeah. And we beat them twice. So I'm thinking I'm I'm worth more than that. So 
I think if they offered myself and the others more money, we all probably would have stayed. We would have stayed. But I think so, because we had something go in there. We must have had other options. Sort of... I know Preston's press, yeah. a good move, mm. but Charlton, the season you've just had. Yeah, I had Charlton, um, Chris Powell, spoke to him, um, a few others that, but I think they knew I was going with Wesley. So I think people just didn't bother. And Preston's a massive club and it? it's huge, as you well know. I went there and I was thinking, this is just, this is crazy. This is what a club this is. So I, I would have my, main, my mind made up, really. And I suppose with, with the success <coughs> you'd had with Wesley, mm. it made sense. Yeah, and to... that, yeah, yeah. And I think that's why people didn't really try because they just knew there was no point because I was going there. And that shows the impact that he had on them players, the fact that four wanted to, to go with him. Yeah. Oh, that's well, that's I always said that. I always challenged the winner. Yeah. If they get, yeah, if I get you. about the wages that they've been offered. I always said, if he, if he came into your club then you're unfortunate. If you followed him, yeah. it's your own fucking fault. <laughs> you know what I mean? You know exactly what you're going into. It's your own fault. Yeah. You can't complain then, can you? You, you know, when it, cause I, when he first got the job, I thought he's going to turn them around. They're going to get promoted. And I'm surprised they didn't. But you know, when it wasn't going well, were you having it out with them going? <coughs> um, yeah, I, I, I broke again. my leg by this point. So we started the season really well. Uh, we were flying. We beat you at your place 3-0. Um, really big result because you guys were good side uh, when you're at Donny uh, we, we were beating Brentford I scored a good overhead kick yeah. and then uh, they equalised last minute of the game to draw 1-1 but at, when we were winning we were in the playoffs the next game was not counting I broke my leg 94th minute and Keith Keane the right back did his cruciate so I both full backs and that's what Wesley loved he loved his, all for his full backs so he lost me and Keno in the same game for the rest of the season and then from then, I think he won one game in his next 13, and that's what got in the sack. I'm not saying that it was me and Keno, but probably I'm saying it's me and Keno, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying all that to my injury, but, but it know, pretty much is, isn't it? But I was on fire you, then. You'd scored four goals and yeah. seven assists. Yeah, and I was. Before. And on that Monday, I just got called up to the Scotland national side, oh. and Bristol City just put a 2.5 million bid pound, pound bid in for me, and Watford. So, me being, Wesley called me in and said, look, Thursday, the squad's getting announced. You've been called up to the Scotland national side. Wednesday, after the game, I want you to play Tuesday, and then Wednesday, you can go down to Bristol and Watford and discuss, and then you won't have to play for me again until January. And then on 94th minute, I broke my leg. Oh, wow, oh, man. So me being me, I, everyone would say, you idiot, why did you play? But I loved playing football, and I just wanted, I just wanted to play, and I was on fire, and I just wanted, and it was for Preston, I didn't want to just pull out. And it probably sounded better if I said, look, I'm doing it after the game, we were going to announce it. Like he's willing to play the last game for you and then he's going to go to Bristol City back home all my mates all my yeah. friends family support Bristol City 2.5 million changed my life financially you should have phoned there should have phoned me mate yeah <laughs> you'd have been nowhere near fucking deep down that Tuesday night nowhere fucking near it but, so how long were you out for? so the whole season I was back in time for the end of the season but Grayson had come back and he said look we're not going to get in the playoffs we're mid-table let's just keep you get you ready for pre-season and and next season. Am I right in saying who, who was it? Was it in the challenge? Was he ringing you every yeah, week? Was yeah, it Jamal, Jamal Campbell Rice. Campbell yeah. Rice. Yeah. So I'm really, I was really good friends with him. And you, you know when somebody's gone to maliciously do you, don't you? You know when somebody's gone to hurt you. Yeah. He didn't mean it was the last minute of the game. I've tried to cross the ball in. Well, good job. I wasn't trying to cross it in because I was snapped my leg in half. But I've seen him come. I've looked up. There's no one in the box. I've tried to knock it off him to get a corner. He's trying to stop me crossing it in to stop a cross coming in, and he's gone over the ball and just caught me on the. And I've just. I've heard something. I was hoping. Oh, that's my shin pad. 
quickly realised it wasn't, you know, and I was thinking, bloody hell, 94th minute. Yeah, and he was, he's a really good friend of mine. He was ringing me every few weeks, making, he was crying after the game and, you know, he, he, he didn't mean to do it. Yeah. You know when someone's going to do you, he didn't mean to do it. You can appreciate that, can't you? The, yeah, yeah, he was, he's a really nice guy, yeah. What happened when you came with Josh Walker when Josh Walker came in at Stevenage? Yeah. They send him boxing. <laughs> yeah. I was in that boxing club and fat club every Monday, yeah. <laughs> every club I've been to, oh, you're a fullback, you need to be below 80 kg. And I was like, last time I was below 80 kg, I was about 12 years old. <laughs> like, I just can't. I had the, I had the um, fitness coach and nutritionist live with me for one week to report back to Grayson that I was eating and sleeping and doing the right things. He's like, yeah, he's doing it. You just can't lose the weight. But we had this boxing coach who come up from what he used to do at Stevenage as well. But he'd come up every Monday, mental. Wesley would pay him, come on the train, come down. He'd go, all right, these are the names every Monday morning. Everyone else is training. These are the names that are with, I can't remember his name, doing boxing. Yeah, I've got teeth missing through that. And just, <laughs> yeah, Joshy Walker was in that a lot as well, yeah. And he wouldn't take it easy. Like, he'd just go, bop, right in your face. I'm like, hang on a minute. <laughs> like, and he'd go, right, one for one. And then, what do you mean? He goes, right, you hit me once, I hit you once. I'm like, nah. I said, you're a boxer. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I remember when I went to Scunny, obviously been at Stevenage and he, he were on loan from Watford. And he showed me the photos. So Wesley had sent him back to this boxing club in Stevenage. And they were proper boxing. And his face, it looked like Elephant Man. <laughs> <laughs> on this photo, he's got both his eyes are black, he's swelled up and everything. He says, what do you do? He says, I phoned Watford and they just fucking pulled me back. Yeah. He was on loan. He wasn't even his player. He was a loan player. Sent, sent his loan player boxing and got and he got beat up <laughs> on a fucking Monday night or whatever it were. Like just we did it as a team. And remember Stucky, the goalie, yeah. Torsten Stuckman, like six foot seven, massive. Him and Trundle were sparring together in the um, in that three aside court at the back in the Preston. Trundle can handle himself, by the way. And all of a sudden, Trundle's gone bop right into Stucky, and Stucky's just gone ooh, just hit the floor. <laughs> <Cold. laughs> yeah, knocked him out. <laughs> West is like, yeah, yeah. you're Chandler, playing on Sunday. Sean has gone, boop, and marked him right in the nose, and Stucky just hit the deck. Yeah, out for about five minutes. <laughs> you got you got Jacko there with an ice ice bag on Stucky's head, trying to wake him up. Isn't <laughs> <laughs> what a player Chondo was, by the way. Yeah. he got injured in pre-season, but yeah, he was some player. He was. And you heard about him doing the elephant impression. I think I think it came up once. So. Wesley was signing him with a moose. John Messino was in on the meeting to talk to him and like, yeah, inspire me. You're gonna, why do you want to come here and blah, blah. Not the other way around that like, I want to sign you. He was like, why do you want to come and play for me? <laughs> and Charles was like, right. He goes, right, give me an elephant impression. And Moose was like, honestly, Lady, it ha happened. And I'm like, nah, it can't have happened like that. He went, Lady, Lee Trundle was on all fours going, <laughs> like pretending to be an elephant. <laughs> I was Lee, like the Lee Trundle. We went, yes, the Lee Trundle. I'm standing up doing puppets. <laughs> Take that grin. You're going to love that as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Surely a small elephant game, but <laughs> the Lee elephant. <laughs> I'm doing the best for you. So that's, oh, brilliant. That's, that's just the, the mentality of the man. Why do you want to come play for me? Yeah. Not come to my football club and just. Well, got the deal done though, didn't he? Yeah, yeah he got Oh, hi. He got him. Yeah, in the morning, strong. He, would go and, he would go and take himself into the three-a-side court in the mornings and on the Astro and just do tricks and stuff. And I had to be in that top window just watching him thinking, oh my God, how's he doing these things? Mm. Unbelievable. We played a five-a-side game, two-touch, he's got his back to goal. I fizz one in at him and he's touched it, turned in one movement and volleyed it into the top corner, crossbar in. And everyone just went, what the... 
what? How have you just done that? He was just, yeah, he was a magician. But he did his did his ankle and walk him away in the last preseason game. He never played. Gutted really because I would love to have seen him have a go. Yeah. yeah Do you think he came back hundred percent as good as you were before? From Myself. Injury? Different. Um, I lost that. I had that little change of pace. Um, I probably lost that a little bit. Um, I was probably different as well. Do you know I was different when we won promotion to League One for, to the Championship because my whole my whole drive was going from Plymouth to Stevenage in the conference. Where I need to get back to the Championship. That's where I need to be. And then we won promotion to League One to to the Championship. And I was almost like in my head without me realizing I'd like achieved everything. And I was still 27 when I should have probably re focused on goals. goals. Yeah, and I didn't. And then that's when I went to Scunthorpe and yeah. just went a bit downhill from there, really. Do you think, you know, you talked about that that feistiness on the field mm. after breaking your leg. Do you think you lost a bit of that? Yeah, or? yeah, that's when it changed. I realised I wasn't invincible. I realised I couldn't be an idiot and do all that stuff anymore because yeah. it just... The consequences. Yeah, yeah. And I think that probably changed me a little bit. I, I probably became a bit more an intelligent football player. Um, but yeah, I lost my edge. Mm. And that's me being really brutally honest about it. Yeah. And that's probably why... I, went down when really I should have kicked on again. And I probably should have stayed at, Steve, at Preston. I should have stayed at Preston. They offered me a new deal. Um, they wanted me to stay. Grayson's like, I want you to stay. You're good enough to play in the champ. Um, go and speak to Ridsdale, sort of contract out. And that's when it all went a bit tits up. I went in there with my agent and the, I was out of contract. So I had a three year deal and it was the end of my three years. So I thought, right, what I should have been going on to if I was still under contract, I was thinking, well, I'm gonna get that minimum because I've, I've had a good, I played every game again like done really well I'm going to get that minimum and he went in and he offered me half of what I should have been on and I was like hang on a minute I've just broke my leg and played over 100 games in three years and got you back to the champ I surely should be getting at least what I was going to get given if I was still under contract and he went no we're going to give all that to the new players that are coming in and my agent went get up lady we're going I went no 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 Freddie sit down and he went I want to know why and he went no we've got to give we've got to attract these big players coming in and you know, we can't give you that money. I was like, all right, we will go. <laughs> so I just walked out and then Scumfort came in for me and Portland Timbers. It was when Ridgewell went to Portland Timbers mm. and it was me and him were going to be the overseas players. Um, give me good money. Rick, buy, not buy me a house, but give me a house while I was there, like a boat on the lake, a car. I chose to stay at Scumfort. <laughs> Oh, you should have fought me on that one. Uh, I was thinking, though, on 27, if I go to America, I'm a fullback, am I going to get forgotten? Yeah. I'm going to be 29, 30 when I come back. Am I going to be, unless you're a striker, where you're going to score goals and be remembered, I'm thinking, am I going to be... Bought on the lake? Yeah. If I say come back, a more intelligent player. Don't. Don't. <laughs> I've only just got over it. I've only just got over that decision. And now you're bringing it all back. Oh, I brought it back up, I know, but... Yeah, I, and I chose Scunthorpe, and Scunthorpe started brilliantly. Like I was on fire with um, with Robbins playing wing back on absolute fire, and then first game of the season preseason, I was like Sheffield Wednesday um, came in for me in preseason. I only just joined in that summer because we played Sheffield Wednesday, and I had an absolute stormer. And they were like, "Oh, what's his circumstances?" And they were like, "No, we just signed him; he's not going anywhere." Gary Maxson weren't. Yeah. Uh, that'd have been another that's one that's exactly what we heard you said you yeah. play well against yeah. him you get a contract <laughs> it was him and uh, <clears throat> they said no the first game of season uh, Burton away I did my ankle blew up and I shouldn't have played on like played the next 10 games but you, um, Robbins Mike Robbins was like Laddie come on I need you like you can get through it so I was like getting painkillers injections just cracking on through it and I've, I couldn't do what I was bombing up and down I couldn't do it 
And then all the fans were like, what's wrong with this guy? And then I wasn't, we were starting to lose games. And then he battered me in the press. Robbins did. Yeah. Like said, oh, my big players didn't name me, but he said, my big players that I bought in, you know, like the ones from St- like from Preston, they're not doing the business, which I brought <laughs> oh, in. <laughs> so didn't name me, but name me. He didn't actually name you, but he just described <laughs> you perfectly. <laughs> You know, Starts running Allens and a day yeah. last name. <laughs> Myself, Jack Keaton, and, and Scott Wiseman were the three that came in. So, um, and I was thinking, well, cheers, Gaffer. You just throw me under the bus. Mm. I'm doing this for you. Like you've asked me to play on through a, an ankle, which is like five times bigger than it should be. Um, and then it just went a bit downhill. And then I got to 31 games, 32 games, and never played again. We all know <laughs> the contracts. Yeah. You get a certain amount of games, you get an increase, and I never played again. Was that, that still under him? Under Robbins? Yeah. No, he left, he got sacked, and then it was um, um, Graham, Alexander. Graham Alexander came in. But he was telling me, and I believe him, he was saying, Look, it's not about me, it's from above. You get into your 30 games, I can't play you again, otherwise they're going to have to give you a new contract, and they don't want to do it. And I said, I didn't even ask for that in my contract. Well, I'm yeah. happy to take that out. And he said, Lay, it's gone further than that. Now they, they don't want you here anymore. And I was like, whatever, all right. And it happened at Forest Green as well, which come on to, but he... He, he turned up once to pre-season, um, the owner, and he uh, had a brand new Lamborghini or whatever it was, like lovely car. And he was showing off to the lads. We were getting on the bus to go off to pre-season. And we had two injuries and, and he had two young lads that were going to come with us, but he wouldn't pay the extra 800 quid each for him to come. But he turns up in his brand new Lamborghini. Yeah. So I, me being me, went, he went, Lady, you like the car? I went, do one. And he went, what, what's wrong with you? I went, how can you come and show off like that and you won't even take these two lads? It'd be amazing for their journeys and their careers 800 quid and you're showing us your brand new Lamborghini I said that's bullshit and he's got on the bus and he didn't like that <laughs> I think that might have been one of the reasons yeah. where, if I'm perfectly honest I don't know if you like that as well you know? <laughs> but, but I knew I was gone by then so I was like I'm just going to say it yeah. Yeah. yeah interesting I can't talk too much I had to sign an agreement when I left <laughs> yeah. did you really? yeah that fucking scum mm. yeah really did silence you yeah <laughs> so yeah what was he like I saw some interviews from Cooper, Mark Cooper, when he was Yeovil manager. I think it must have been the end of last season. And I just thought he came across in that interview terrible. Because he was taking them down, wasn't he? Yeah. And he was right. blaming, I think, he was blaming the fans. I think they played Hartlepool or something. Gateshead, on it? Gateshead. Yeah, Cooper, um, before I do hammer him, <laughs> I must say, tactically, very, very good. Got a bit of help from Scott Lindsay, who's now a Crawley manager. But tactically, taught me a hell of a lot. Um, so in that regard he's good but as a man manager he's horrendous he was just crap never his fault never took like after that interview just talking about never never he took the blame or even if it wasn't his fault never did a manager's duty and say you know what I'm going to go out lads and take the blame for you and I'll be doing this blah blah but he just the amount of times you come in after losing and he'd just go right I'm going to replace all of you next in January or we look for us green I think it was a ridiculous amount it was like one player every 16 days he was in charge, he'd bring in, or he'd have. He just, the influx and changeover of players, because he just never liked his, he just never got used to it. He signed me, I think he got the wrong player. I'm not gonna lie. You think he's signing your kid? He signed me and he goes, um, he said, oh, yeah, I loved, you know what, your deliveries from set pieces were unbelievable against my Swindon team in the League One playoff final for Preston. I said, he only played 10 minutes at the end. He's on about Paul Gallagher. <laughs> 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 oh, it wasn't me I'm really good at attacking set plays and he had me on the halfway line for every qu- corner and free kick if I wasn't taking it and I was just, and I, went, him at the time. I told him I said Gaffer look I'm, you see my record like I've 
for a goal, for a fullback, I'm like one in five. And most of them are from set pieces, attacking the ball, because i am just got a massive head and just head everything. And he said, um, he said, oh I, oh, I didn't know that. I was like, oh, for God's sake. I just walked out like thinking, oh, Christ, this is, it's going to be a long couple of years, isn't it? And um, again, like the Scumfort thing, he didn't like it. He brought me in to be a leader and a spokesperson and, and someone to help be the transition from the coaches to the players. He'd have this thing every Saturday. The starting 11 had Monday off. Anyone that didn't play, anyone that played less than 60 minutes had to come in. Straight away, I'm thinking, and he's, on, he's banging on about being together as a team. Straight away, I'm thinking, it's a bit crap, isn't it? Yeah. That's not a team because the lads, we're just getting separated straight away. Like they're getting another day off and we're having to come in and we're not even playing. So we're already down in the dumps for not playing. So I brought it up in front of, like in a meeting and he didn't like that. I was saying, Gaffer, I'm going to say it because nobody else is, everyone else is scared to say it, but it's bullshit. Like you getting, you, you bang on about all the lads being together, but on a Monday, the lads that started have a day off and the lads that don't have to come in. And also realized if you go into the physio room, as we all know, you say a few things there, it's always going to go back to the manager. So I'd always go into the physio room now and again and just drop a few lines in. Yeah. It'll <laughs> get back to the manager. Sometimes helpful that. Definitely. So I, I was trying to get out. Yeah. So I'd go into the physio. I never went in the physio room. I hated going in the physio room. Because um, I, I was a bit of a believer. I don't like having strap-ins. Don't like getting rubs. I just crack on. But I knew wanting to get out. It's from you, by the way. Listen, under the cosh. This is when I started to do it right. It's an <laughs> education, isn't it? Exactly. <laughs> Cheers, you know I mean? buddy. Every day You're, You're welcome, You're welcome. <laughs> Drop things in in the physio room. Cheers, Parky. <laughs> and then I was trying to go to Warsaw. The biggest thing, second year, in the summer. You know when you're coming back and you know you're not going to be involved too much, don't you? As a player, you know. Mm. I get a phone call from Dina Mamria at Stevenage. Lady, um, your name's been circulated. You're available for loan. Like, do you want to come back to Stevenage? So, Dina, I'd love to, but like, I am at home here at Forest Green. Got another year left. And I do want to give it a go with Forest Green. It's a really good opportunity. And I said, let me go speak to Cooper, the gaffer, and then I'll come back to you. So I went into Coop, rang him. Gaffer, sorry, I know you're on holiday, but I just had a phone call from Stevenage saying that I'm available for loan. Um, look, man to man, just be honest with me. I'm a big boy, I'm 30 now. If you're not, I would like to go and play because I don't want to sit in the stands or on a bench. No, no, it's rubbish. You're a big part of my plans, lady. I need you around the squad. Preseason goes along. Joe Mills is there, good player in front of me. I know I'm not really going to play. Go into him again, say, look, Gaffer, about a week left, the window. Gaffer, please, come on. I've not started the last few games. Let, let me go. No, 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 I need you. It's a long season. Two days after the window shuts, Lady, oh, here we go. Go into his office. Uh, you're not going to play for me again. Uh, you can go and find another club. Went, Gaffer, the window shut? I can't. The only place I can go now is non-league. Like, he went, yeah, on that. Gloucester City of... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Unforgivable, that. Uh, Gaffer, you want me to go to the Conference North? And he went, yeah, yeah, you get you some games, you know, and that's where you can play. I'm like, Gaffer, no, no, no disrespect to the Conference North. That time will come. But right now, like, no one's going to touch me in January if I go to the Conference North. Mm. Yeah, they will, because you're going to get games, and then you come back, and they're ready to go. And Gaffer, as soon as they see Scott Laird, Conference North, that's me done. Yeah. And he, and it, anyway, he was, a couple of weeks past, he, I was still training with the first team. I have a tendency to shoot from anywhere. So I was just shooting from anywhere again. Like, ridiculous things, over the top a little bit. Going into the meeting, team meeting, and Pat, the goalkeeping coach, he's now at Bristol City, good guy. And he walking in and he goes, Laddie, come here. And I went, oh, really loud, because I need a gaffe. Oh, yeah, you're going to stop me coming in the meeting, aren't you, Pat? And he's going, Laddie, come on, keep it down. Don't, don't disrupt. I went, no, 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 no. I said, him in there, why is he not telling me? And the Cooper's like, just go, don't, Laddie, don't come in here. I'm like, you're not letting me come into a meeting. Why? And he goes, look, he, he doesn't want you coming into the meeting in case you, you tell all the secrets. <laughs> are you secrets? Um, honestly, I said, are you having a laugh? 
You know, now you're not allowed. You can still train with the first team, but you're not allowed in the meetings anymore. I'm like, why are you telling me, Pat? Do you think this is again because you're outspoken? He's got, he did it with everybody. He's got this thing, right? And it happens at, when I went to Warsaw, I'll come on to in a minute. He doesn't like anybody. Once he's decided he, you're not for him, he doesn't want you going on again. He wants to like literally end you. End you. So then you can't finish. Yeah. Him. So then fans can't go, oh, you let go of Larry. He's gone on to bigger and better things. Yeah. Why did you do that? You yeah. know, and he, he's, I really truly believe that. And he's done it to so many players. I didn't know the shit list, Chris. <laughs> yeah. Honestly. Honestly. Have I, right, have I, have I got spoke about it? It did not for me because we were starting back pre-season on the Monday and we got, I got a phone call on the Wednesday from the chief executive Forest Green saying, look, uh, really sorry to tell you this, but uh, the gaffer wants to pay you up. I went, right, just hold on a minute. <laughs> <laughs> right, it's going to have to work for me. It's going to have to work <laughs> for me, right? Yeah, no, no, no. So he fucked me off, like, we three or four days left to go into pre-season. He could have done it at the start of the yeah. pre-season when everybody's getting the players and all that. Yeah. You know what I mean? How, how did you find it at Forest Green? Because John spoke about it being like a kind of a different different atmosphere, different kind of, not quite a football crowd, so to speak. It's more of a... It's a little village, a isn't it, really? It's a village on top trip. of a hill. Yeah. Um, lovely people, like really small, really weird little ground. We trained at Chippenham, which is like 45 minutes from the ground. It, weird. Um, obviously, when you're the owner, vegan, like um, you green... You Yeah, really nice guy. When you see him, you think... Who's this guy? Like long hair biker. Turns up his thing is like, oh, yeah. he's in the wrong place. Yeah, yeah. but he's all right. He's actually all yeah. right. He's yeah, actually he all right. Every yeah. time I dealt with him, he's been brilliant. Obviously, he says, as long as you've got the forest green badge on, make sure you're eating vegan. Don't go to Nando's. I know you went to Greg's. <laughs> <laughs> all right, lad. It's about you, not, it's not me. <laughs> but he said, but you can do what you want. And I love Nando's, so I, I couldn't become a full vegan. But um, yeah, it was all right. It was a good little club. It was just that guy in charge at that moment was just just an idiot you know yeah. he's in, he's getting a bit of shit at the minute isn't he the, with the just dial thing yeah 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 he's in all right, completely he? off subject but did you see the picture of the stag do no they went on a stag do and they put a, the groom in a just stop oil no. t-shirt oh, the grand prix the grand prix no. <laughs> so all the police <laughs> that is brilliant absolutely crippled us that's brilliant <laughs> that is brilliant I need to look that up there yeah <laughs> But no, he, he, he just wanted, he was very full of his own importance as well, weren't he, Cooper? Just fucking loved his cell. The way he looked and all that, you know. And What was his background? Did he play? Well, his dad's Terry Cooper, the England left back, one of the, probably the best left backs that England ever had. Played for Leeds, you know, um, some left back. Um, he was manager, he's played a bit, played at Exeter, Bristol City, manager of Kidderminster when they were in the conference doing yeah, good but things. He was a my, dad were a, my dad were a welder. It don't mean I'm building a bridge, does it? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> correct. Yeah. He, uh, he managed the Swindon when the... Yes. Did well. Yeah, we yeah, beat him got... when we beat him in the playoff final at League One. He was manager for Preston. Right. He was manager of Swindon. Yeah. But and I knew I was trying to go, so it got to January. And then Stevenage and Grimsby both agreed um, the how much of the wages, towards the wages they're going to pay both in League Two, same as Forest Green. All got agreed. Then Warsaw came back in for me, who I was with a year before. Absolutely loved my time there. They're in League One, so League Above. So I went into Coops and I was like, uh, Warsaw coming for me. I want to go. I'm going up there now to sign it. No, you're not. Why? Yeah, it's League One. I want more money. I went, no, 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 no. I said, you've agreed with Stevenage and Grimsby. It'd just be the same for... No, they're a League One side. They're higher up, so it needs to be more money. 
back to the point, he didn't like it because I was going yeah. on to a higher oh. league. Yeah, I was going up instead of down or the same. Yeah. So I was like, whatever it is, I'll, again, leaf out of your book. I said, Gaffer, I'll, I'll, you know, I want you training. I said, all right, that's fine. I said, if you want me to whack balls away and you want me to go and fold some of your players, I'm more than happy to do that. He's like, you won't. <laughs> Get in it, it's worth five and a half years we've been doing this. He's like, no, you won't do that. You're too nice. You're too nice. You wouldn't do that. I said, no, I will, honestly. He went, right, go and train, but I'm going to have a meeting. We'll talk about it after the meeting. So as they're having the meeting, I'm outside practicing free kicks, missing the goal and hitting the window. <laughs> Did you fold Bang, off the window? Fold any of them? Yeah, no, I didn't. I've got it. doing origami. Bang off the window. <laughs> 12 players on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> and he calls me in afterwards and he went, what was that about? I said, oh, I was just missing my free kicks. My, I'm a bit off today. Sorry, Gaffer. And he goes, uh, he goes, uh, he said, I've thought about what you said. And if you're going to be that disruptive, like you are with the free kicks, then uh, you can go off the Warsaw. But they need to pay more money. So I was driving up the Warsaw and I was speaking to Warsaw saying, they're not, not going to pay any. I said, I need to get out of here. So I paid the difference myself, which is a bit, again, you, you're going to say, Lady, what are you have learned some things, Lady. But I needed to, to get out. to water. Uh, yeah. <laughs> might have a little drink, but it's not full of water, is it? But I was gone. My head was gone. And I was needed it a to big, go. was that a large amount? No, a couple hundred pounds. Right. Um, still over a week. So it's about a grand a month. Yeah. But... For my own sanity, I needed yeah. to go. Your own mental health, your yeah, own, yeah, your yeah. own I'm not, playing football. I'm going to say it, right? You might, but I'm not afraid to admit it. I left that training ground four or five times that season and cried on the way home. Yeah. Like just broken. Like one for three weeks, I was training with the goalkeepers, like with Pat. Loved it, by the way. Bloody hell, goalkeepers get put through it, don't they? <laughs> Flipping heck. Like he put some gloves on me. I was in doing the goalkeeper stuff. Yeah. It was brilliant because I got along well with Pat. He just, but he didn't want me around the first team and what they were doing, so I'd have to go and train with the goalkeepers for a couple of days. Oh, so you're not shooting, you're actually saving. Yeah, I was in goal, I was in nets. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> Unbelievable. Coming for, for crosses. <laughs> <laughs> Sidewinders, everything. But, but like you said, going through that, if it's getting to you that much, I had to get worth, out. worth a couple of hundred had, quid a week. I had to get out. I had to get out. And and it was it wouldn't be I wouldn't have done it for any other club, maybe Stevenage, but Warsaw, I love, honestly, what a club. Yeah. I would have done, to be able to go back there, I absolutely, I would have done anything. So, yeah. So you need to get another seven, 12 days kicking balls at windows and yeah, stuff. Can we talk after you two? Give me, pull them to one side afterwards. It's too late. It's too late. Was it, because it was two loan spells at Warsaw, were there not the opportunity to sign? Yeah, there was. Um, first one when I was at Scunthorpe went to Warsaw. I was replacing Ricardo Henry. Bloody hell, what player he was. I had some boots to fill there. They weren't very big, he had small feet, didn't he? <laughs> but um, <laughs> yeah. I did all right. They loved me. They loved me, the fans. They proper loved me. Because I, I just, I was honest in my interviews. I said how it was. If we lost, I said, yeah, we were crap. You deserve to lose. We won. I was giving it loads. I was celebrating. I just, I think they bought into my whole, whole thing I was, I was giving. And then John Whitney was there. And again, it happened. I went back to Scunthorpe in the January because I had to go back for a week before I had to go back. I don't know why. They had, a, they had an injury, Scunthorpe, and they wanted to keep hold of me for another week. Again, crap. Scunthorpe or Forest Green? Scunthorpe. Oh. Scunthorpe. In the first loan to Warsaw. Sorry. Sorry. This is why I didn't join Warsaw fully. Right. So Sorry. I stayed for two weeks, but they wanted me back straight away, Warsaw, because I was playing every week. Yeah. I didn't come back for two games, Saturday, Tuesday. So when I did go back two weeks later, I was back on, I was on the bench and I wasn't really being used and... I don't think he liked it because I stayed at Scunfort for an extra week. Yeah. Um, and then he left and it didn't really just, again, they pulled the money and then they lost like myself, um, Joe Edwards, who's now Plymouth captain, Erhan Odsuma, you know, the little one. Mm. He was, um, what a player he was. Um, small feet. 
Yeah, he had small feet. He did have small feet. Great <laughs> <laughs> getting fired out of the cannon, though. <laughs> <laughs> but I think, yeah, it just didn't, it didn't evolve. I wish it did. I wish it did. I would love to go on. I would love to join there full time. And then I went, I went, but then Forest Green came in for me as well, which made sense at the time back home. Yeah. But yeah. And then I went back there for the second time on loan. Um, yeah, loved it. Absolutely loved it. So you went Western Super Mare. Did you go yeah. in as a player coach? Yes. So Scotty Bartlett, you know really yeah. well. I was with him at Forest Green for those two years. He was the youth team manager. And then when I was in the reserves with him, mm. I was helping him out with, um, with that. And then he went to Western and I was at the end of my contract and I had offers from Crewe, Grimsby and Port Vale, but all one-year deals. I was 31 and I'm thinking, do I want to take it? And then it's Christmas by the time you know it. And you think, crap, I've got another six months. I have to move my family. I've just had a newborn, little girl, my little girl. I was thinking, do I want to keep nicking a year, nicking a year, nicking a year, get to 35 just to say, oh, I'm, I'm a professional? Mm. Or do I come into non-league, start my coaching journey, and I got offered a really good job at Millfield School as their under-18s manager and still playing for Western and assistant manager with Scott Partner. So I took the decision to think of my future career. Yeah. And stop. It's been a tough one, that. Really though. tough. I still feel I had enough to give in the in League Two or League One. I could still play. But I just didn't want to be that nicking a year, nicking a year, moving my family, moving my family. Yeah. You know, I just worrying didn't and all. There's a worry and all, isn't there? Yeah, there mm. is. You know, of course it is. You get to yeah. Christmas, you think, are they going to give me a new deal? If I get yeah. to summer and no one wants me, I'm screwed. But then a big opportunity to establish yes. your, your future career <clears throat> with your family. And it was a great decision. I've had an amazing four years at Western with Scott, um, taught me loads. Amazing group of players, just one promotion to the Conference South and work at an, un an unbelievable school in Millfield. So, yeah, it's been... It's what been, are you doing at school? So I, I'm the head of um, senior phase. So I look after all five of their senior under-18s teams and manager of their first under-18s team. So it's really, really good. Really yeah. good standard. Um, we beat it's not just any Kevin, old school this month, is it? Not any old school. No, we've had to talk about that. Yeah, they're, um, they've got some very prestigious um, clientele, so to speak, or yeah. students. Uh, from all over the world. Yeah, uh, luckily I've had Romeo Beckham for two years. He's now at Brentford B. Um, so yeah, people of that ilk and, and stuff Very like good. that. Amazing. Do you know what, right? Not saying it because of... And again, I say this to everybody. He's a lovely boy and he's actually really good at football. But people think, oh, it's Beckham's boy. He's just getting a free ride. Yeah. He's not. He works his nuts off. I spoke to Charlie Good, who I'm good friends with at Brentford. And I said to him, how's Romeo getting on? He said, Daddy, forget about who he is. He's actually all right. He's got a bit. Yeah. Um, and he's a lovely, lovely boy. And we get along really well. He's a proper lad. So, um, yeah, we become really good friends. Um, we still keep in touch now. I'm hoping for an invite to the wedding. <laughs> well, we're hoping you yeah, ask, yeah. ask his fucking dad to come on. <laughs> <laughs> and, and him as well. Oh, my God. Smells amazing. It's just beautiful, isn't it? Honestly, I met him for the first time. I call him dates. So I met him a few times. 20 dates I've had now, I call him. I met him 20 <laughs> times. <laughs> it does he smell good. beautiful. Smells amazing. Honestly, he's just, just, just... What does he wear? Nothing wrong with him, is there? Nothing. Just, yeah, I'll, I'll <laughs> do, you, do you fancy him more than Norris? Oh, it's a tough... It's, it's his eyes, isn't it? It's Chuck's eyes, isn't it? Yeah. Piercing, aren't they? Yeah. I'm still, I'm, <laughs> we'll still go with Chuck, eh? <laughs> yeah, we'll go with Chuck. We'll go with Chuck. I could be getting really done here. <laughs> but it, had, it was a comment on Twitter, and it's got had loads of likes, and I might just have been <laughs> stupid, but it said, what do you call a Spanish man on a nudist beach? So, this is from oh, Jay Murray, so, right? The, the little laugh means that there must be something behind yeah. it. That's from Jay Murray. Right. So Jay Murray, Scott Murray's boy. Scott Murray, Bristol City? Yeah. Can you get him on? Unbelievable. What story? Funny, funny guy. So his boy, Jay, plays for me at Weston. Um, 
when you say, oh, put 50p in him, he gives you your money's worth. He is one of the funniest kids I've ever met. And I'm quite, uh, we tell each other jokes all the time. I'm quite renowned and famous for my jokes. So um, <laughs> that was one of my, uh, one of my jokes. He loves that one. He said, what, what, what do you call a Spanish guy on a nudist speech? Senior Willy. <laughs> <laughs> renowned? <Yeah. laughs> but yeah, that's on Jay. Yeah, he's a funny, funny kid. Him and Jacob Kane at Western, probably the two funniest blokes I've ever met in my life. There must be, there must be a few more. Gateshead. I got one. Gateshead. I, forgot, I can't yeah. believe I forgot the Gateshead story, right? So we've just won the conference. We've won the cup. We've got three games left. And we've, next game's Gateshead away. So he's gone, right, I'm going to rest most of you lads and then play the ones that need a game. But I still played. We got there. It's got the running track around it, Gateshead, isn't it? So the lads are thinking, oh, yeah, I'm going to have a rest. But he beasts them around the track anyway. <laughs> While they're getting beasted, they're filling up the Gatorades and the Lucasades with vodka. So getting rid of a bit of, and then filling it up with topping up with vodka for us. Like, so when we're having water breaks, we can have like... The stuff are. Yeah, the, the players that aren't involved, like Robbo, Moose, Johnny Ashton, things like that, right? So during a game, they've told us for the game, so we're playing. He's like, lads, we've, we've laced all the Lucasades with uh, vodka and that. So if you need to go down injured, have a water break, get a quick drink on. So you've never seen how many people going down injured. <laughs> <laughs> Every 10 minutes, people's going, your turn, go down, go down, go down. Oh, I need the physio on, need a quick break. Physio comes on, everyone goes for a drink. Drinking the vodka and that and Lucasade. We win one nil. I score a penalty, 80th minute or something. I'm thinking the keeper, I've put the ball down, walking back. Eyes at this, I'm thinking. Are you, are you half, half on oh, ferry, yeah? I'm gone here, I'm gone. Half time, <laughs> I've down the whole Lucasade as well. And he's gone, I'm thinking the keeper's doing grobble, all right? He's doing all this on the line, right? Anyway, I score, and after the game, I watch the penalty back, the keeper's dead still. <laughs> <laughs> I thought in that moment, the keeper's all over the line, like trying to put me off. <laughs> So he's after the game, he's got a, he's got a Lucasade in his hand, right? 4-1. And he's, he's chatting to us after the game, holding it. He's going, lads, I love your professionalism. Honestly, just won the league. All of you, hats off to you. The lads that worked their nuts off around the track before, brilliant. You're having your night out in Newcastle tonight, so go and enjoy it. But you treated this game really, really seriously. And had a sip. And then gone, you little bastard. <laughs> 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 was he all right though? Yeah, he was fine. He said, good job, you bloody won. <laughs> That's class from Brilliant. Brilliant. Oh, great. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone, honestly, we had about yeah. 15 water breaks during the game. But he, he used to tell you to go down at a certain minute. Yeah. We used to, so everyone, every time we go down. So if the game was getting on top of us, it'd say to the goalkeeper, go down or something. So he'll go down injured and then she can't take the goalkeeper off and just slow the tempo down. So it's quite clever, really. Yeah. But all the away fans cotton on to it and they go, hey, here you go, water break. <laughs> <laughs> he started doing a keeper because he asked Peter Wynn to do it. He's a left winger. And he asked Peter Wynn to do it. And Winnie, as I said to you, is a bit Sam short of picnic sometimes. And he's going, what, now, gaffer? Not quietly. <laughs> like, I was like, no, 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 no. pretend yeah. to be injured now. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so you're like, right, we need to rethink this, lads. And I'm winning as well. We go to La Manga on pre-season and he's, he's big on the wall, right? So he said, I want you to take it in the wall and I want you to tell him when they're taking a free kick, go on, he'll hit us, he'll hit us. He won't get it over us, he'll hit us. Get in their heads anyway. He's got Winnie, Winnie, get in the wall in La Manga. He goes, you'll take it, won't you? Winnie's gone, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll take it. He goes, get in the wall. So he gets in the wall, Winnie's like this. And he goes, right, I'm going to kick it at you. And when he, real thinking, he won't get it. Wesley, 10 pace run up, toe punts it, straight at Winnie, right in the boat. <laughs> Winnie just goes, boink, it's the floor. Out. What's his reaction? Like, yeah, that's it. Yes. He said, he, he said he'd take it, didn't he? And he took he said it. He said he'd take it. That's what I mean. Out. It's just the way he toe punted the ball in. <laughs> 
straight as a die. Oh. Straight in his face. Brilliant. Running down golf courses in the manga for pre-season and the people are playing golf and we're, on, we're running down a par five towards the tee box and people are teeing off. And we're just, he's like, no, keep going, fellas. He's like, play through. <laughs> <laughs> running through bunkers and stuff. And like, unbelievable. Can you imagine? <laughs> You're just teeing off for the next minute. <laughs> Why fucking brave that, aren't you? There's some tea and you look up. Fucking hell, they're coming from Play through. <laughs> it was, he was still running, saying it. We weren't even hiding in the trees. He was just like, come on, idiot. <laughs> the thing is, he'll have thought that the Stevenage running session was so much more important yeah, yeah. than their round of golf. Definitely. Yeah. And they're paying a lot of money for that. It was a good golf course. Yeah. It was that La Manga one where everyone goes to. Yeah, so it's a proper golf course. They pay a lot of money. Imagine <laughs> that. Tightless coming towards you, dead, you dead duck. <laughs> he's a bit Martin Alley. Alan, he? Yeah, yeah, Martin, yeah definitely, definitely. You know that yeah. type of thing definitely, where he's definitely. lunatic. Mm. But he's, he, I, don't, I don't know. I just don't know if he's genius or insane. Beautiful. Yeah, I like him. <laughs> I like him. Do you know if we get him on, do you think he'll tell us all these, these stories? Um, I think he would, but probably not as many or as... Ludicrous as I have, but I reckon tell you the Sodgy story. Here's another one. We played Wimbledon in pre-season, and then he lives in Richmond Park. That's where he lives. And then after we, we did a five-mile run the next day around Richmond Park because it's cool down. Sodgy pulls his calf a mile in. Gaffer, he's, he can't move. Yeah, we're not stopping now. You're gonna have to carry him. So everyone was taking it in turns to carry him round for the extra four miles. This is the day after the game. Yeah, day after, we just played Wimbledon. <laughs> We're all knackered. Can Running around Richmond Park. Walking your dog and every soldier goes past you with three lads <laughs> carrying him. Running through the deers and that. You know the deers are in Richmond Park? Oh, man. <laughs> Going off track. Right, we're run oh, there's a deer. Let's run through the deer. <laughs> Why? Big stag, like, looking at us like, what? Uh, Do you can think I ever get back in? Nah, I think he's done. I, think, I, don't think he, I don't think he wants to, really. He rang me a few months ago, just FaceTime. Graham Messi, oh, what's he doing? He so I answer it. And just see the sea. He just he's just showing me the sea. And he turns around, he went, All right, lady, I went, All right, Gaffer, you're right. He went, Yeah, I just wanted to show you me and my yacht, and then just hung up. <laughs> well, if you want to do it on the yacht, we'll we'll come yeah, to you, yeah. Graham, no bother. And he messaged me saying, I just want to show you, yeah, I'm in uh so and so on the in the sea, just want to show you. Like, Jeez, Gaffer. Going through his, <laughs> yeah. uh, who's yeah. next. I definitely next want one. to meet him, do you? Yeah. It'd be brilliant. And he would he would tell you the truth as well, he would open up. He would really open up. No, brilliant, mate. Yeah, thank yeah. you very much. Thanks for watching us, this venue Absolutely. art and his bacon sandwich and his croissants. And oh, yeah, the shipping. I've got to give him a shout out. And the, the Shasby Road guys, they want yeah. to give it. They, the they love it. have looked after Hospitality. Us. Yeah, been yeah. Top draw. They've been brilliant. Top, Top man, thank, thank you very much. Thank you for having me, guys. Thank you. Cheers. Thank you. Thank you. Scotty Lord, whirlwind. Brilliant, money. I enjoyed that. Top five. Straight really? in. Straight into top five. You keep, like, you keep chucking these in top five, but you don't say he's dropping out. Because I can't remember. Is shit house, that's yeah. why. I can't remember who in my top five. He's just promoting and no one's getting relegated. <laughs> it's a big league. Uh, yeah. I tell, you, I tell you what he's done incredibly. He's, he's shown what an absolute lunatic Graham Wesley is, but never actually caned him in the, no. in the same breath. I absolutely love Graham Wesley. I was just about to say, has it changed your... Opinion of him? No. Has it not? No. Okay, I love it. I love him. Lunatic. I, I think he was, if anything, ahead of his times. 
<laughs> so, you so needed that, to buy, you could have been a different man if you'd have bought into it. That's uh, yeah, I could still be playing now. Yeah, he told all the stories about him, and Graham Wesley would probably still phone him up and have a chat with him. Yeah, you know, like, hasn't fallen out with him, uh, which is probably not you could say about mine and Graham's relationship, is it? <laughs> Was it on the way down? I messaged him, yeah, I need to read it out. See, I think if you, yeah, you. So you message him on way down. But I think if you've got a full squad that fully buys into it, you're winning things. But you're that's... injured. A lot of them are injured. Do you think the that's what the, the Stevenage lads did? Yeah. yeah they had, all yeah. bought into it. And if you've got, you know, players who are a bit pig-headed and just set in the ways, then they've got to go. You've yeah. Got to They're no good because they, they infect the rest of the, the Oh, the you're, unit trying to, there. you're trying to play that. I'm an infection. <laughs> you're a poison. Oh, yeah. There's, there's, no cream, there's no cream getting rid of that. <laughs> But I think, and I don't know if Lady spoke about it, that he probably tried to do it too quickly when he went to Preston. Well, that's I think he did. stepping up a level and bigger names and players that have worked with bigger bigger name managers, mm -hmm. if you will, and then coming in with your uh, brain ideas, I think it's difficult for, for players to buy in. At least he could have just waited a couple of months, let the players kind of work them out about who he is and then... Go down the lunatic route. It's like, oh, he's, <laughs> yeah. he's just crazy. The lunatic. Rather yeah. than coming in, and then the <sighs> lads like small step. Yeah, just chucking inflatable uh, imaginary dumbbells around players. Wrestling players to the ground and that. Yeah. Anyway, hi Graham. Hope you're all right. It's Chris Brown from the Under the Cosh podcast. Good start. Polite. Mm. Bit too formal, but we're yeah. in. We're in. Just getting in touch to see if you'd fancy coming on the show with us. Reply two minutes later. Cry and laugh an emoji to start with. <laughs> on it? its own. Good on sense, its own. Good sense of humor. Parky asked me once before, then bantered me off. Another cry and laughing laughing emoji. See, we're getting on all right at the minute. Perfect. I look forward to you giving me a little bit back like he did, like Phil Brown did. So that was your reply. That was my reply. He wrote in his book that I was a twat. <laughs> did you? I well, I'll be, well, I read this out and John went, Oh, fucking hell, I did, I. <laughs> so he forgot that he called him a twat in his book. Oh, dear, John. But I've still got the text he sent telling me I was so, 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 so different from how he'd imagined me and how he, how much he appreciated me letting him, letting him move home to his son. Cry and laugh an emoji. Tears, eyes filling up emoji. So you're, you're coming out off bad in this, John. Because not only have you called him a twat, but you've also, he's got the message saying how, how much you really appreciated mm. him being good to you. Are you just playing the game there with him? We were thinking yeah, about so that, you... is that in the podcast, weren't we? <laughs> so you, you're being a bit of a snake there. Eh? Being a bit of a snake there, a bit of a shit type. See, I've had to look through my phone and I can't find this message that I sent. Unless I've deleted chat. Yeah, it's made for a fairy tale ending. Do you fancy it? We'll come down and we can record wherever you're based. Red. No, no reply. reply. <laughs> hey, so and that Graham, was that. Graham, a, the one you... that got away, eh, lads? The one that got away. It was just, oh, fuck, I, I did call him a twat. <laughs> Graham, if you're watching, I'd love to have you on. Yeah. Just forget him. Well, forget him. Why don't you do it when I'm on holiday? No, I think you'd yeah. enjoy it. Yeah. And I think Again, he'd enjoy a, it. Another, another um, Phil Brown-esque one where... We end up hugging and the, oh, yeah, we're you, in the wrestling. We bottle it. We wrestle. Might have to start Patreon getting, special. Might have to get yeah. some uh, training in because he's, he's quite strong. The treadmill one done me. And he said he <laughs> could break the treadmill. 
<laughs> that is mental. That is mental, but I love it. See, I told you he's a lunatic. Hey, what else did we do down there? Lady. It's all right if you can forfeit by a new, a new, a new treadmill, innit? If that were me, like, I'd be like, I'm going to break it up, and they'd be like, shit, I don't put this back together now. <laughs> I'll tell, tell you what does piss me off. Bristol. Oh, them flipping. Bristol is wank. Them zones. So last time we went, you got a fine, didn't you? What, did you, what were it for? Was it congestion or oh, emission? Congestion charge. Knows. It, congestion charge. Yeah. You know, the air pollution, Jobby. Yeah. So we got, it, it's what, four quid or something? What was the end price? 260? Yeah, I didn't pay the... So, so obviously it wouldn't have been that if he'd have looked at his letter. I think it's still... Paid it early. Still a fine, isn't it? Of some sort. Just rocking up. Just, just yeah, not forgetting to pay it. Mm, That's tax. where they get you. So I got caught. You look really disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> I got caught. Well, she sent me photo two letters. Well, two letters, but I thought it were the front and the back of this letter. But uh, I got driving in a bus lane twice. One, both on the same road. So I've drove in the bus lane apparently one way. Then when we're coming home, I've drove in the bus lane the, the, the other way. I don't think we can defend you there, John. Because it's always clearly marked bus lane. I'm following big letters. I'm following uh, ways. Thoughts on my new workhorse? Oh, stay to stay. It took a lot of stick, unwarranted stick. <laughs> to be fair, you've been having a bad. You've been having a bad year with cars. So mm. you've had a bit of trouble with cars, haven't you? Yeah. Last few trips, one thing. My wheel was buckled. Then um, fuel injectors went. Yeah, and it was ten year old, so I just thought this is costing us too much money. Just put it in the garage. Obviously, I needed a car, so I've just picked the only you one. Get, when your wheels buckled, I think it gets worse when you take it to the garage, and the guy tells you that it's buckled. But then in your head, I think you think because I've been to the garage, it's fixed now, even though he's just told you what the problem is. <laughs> no, he tried to <laughs> and fix you drive it. On it for an, it was no, beyond. I'm going just went <laughs> boom. We'll, we'll try that. Yeah. It was beyond repair. He got it to like ninety percent, but. It, it was that must have been very buckled. Yeah. So he couldn't. He couldn't <laughs> yeah. It was buckled. Up, it, buckled up. it was buckled like mad. So he couldn't properly fix. But that wasn't the problem. It was the fuel injectors. So right. basically, the car was worth say six grand, and I was going to have to pay two and a half grand to fix it. Yeah. It just wasn't weighing up. So you, you, we were meeting for a trip, and you said, "I've got a new, I've got a new motor. <laughs> I've got a new motor." And I, I, it ticks a lot of boxes. I'll expecting a team player size. Yeah, the boot is like you've never seen before. Yeah. The size of Burst it. Like. A, yeah, you could fit a coffin in. Cause, <laughs> um, we come round the corner, and I was expecting, you know, he's going to nice flash new motor. Be honest, when I come round corner, <laughs> did you not realise that it wasn't? Came <laughs> round corner, just went. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> when I texted you the night before, saying. Make sure you got charge on your phone because the cigarette lighters don't. I work. thought you were. I thought you were bantering. No, because you had a, a fuse has gone in the new one. A fuse has gone. It is what you'd expect a travelling salesman for it drive round in. Yeah. You know, somebody who sells blinds or or, or, or carpets. A while ago, like. yeah. Just that back's been full of swatches. Yeah, you know, carpet swatches. He's done how many? How many miles? Well, that's when the criticism started. Matty said, "Have you really bought a car with two hundred thousand miles on it?" Yes, yes, I have. <laughs> <laughs> so, how much for the new car? Five. Right. Five He's grand. done a lot of work on it. <laughs> 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 he's done a lot of work on it. 
apart from the fuse in the cigarette lighter. He's done all that work and just one little fuse just so he can light a fucking Marlboro. And I'm not happy with the suspension. <laughs> Tell me about it. Fuck me. I've got whiplash every time but we in terms of, I don't think you two thought it was getting the thingy and back, Surrey and back. No. No, oh, I'm it. confident. I've that. never seen you so comfortable. I thought we you fell asleep on, on the way down. Yeah, back of an AA van. Leather seats as well. Easy wipe. Sticky they They've not, they've not got... been wiped, but it no. would be easy wipe. <laughs> but I, do, I still don't know how old it is. It's not on the logbook. 199,000 mile. Yeah. So if you see a, if you see a blue hearse like BMW with a... It's not even got a normal reg on, is it? It's a classic geography teacher's car. Yeah. <laughs> It's, it's got... not quite hearse-like. <laughs> One previous owner. <laughs> geography. Think, think geography Back teacher. Back to the future. But it shifts. <laughs> <laughs> like the, the registration number did me. It's, it's, I don't know. U-I-U. It's U-U-I. U-U-I. Just be you. Is that you? like Uganda? Could that be that where it country? comes from? Funk Uzbekistan, yeah. anyway, couldn't it? It's a gun runner. It got us there and back, didn't it? It did. And I think it'll get us a lot further as well. I it fucking will. I reckon will, we nah. could hit under. I think under, under the cosh would make worse investments than take that off my hands. <laughs> <laughs> so basically what he's saying is, we're all buying this <laughs> worse. <laughs> there might have been a payment come out of the... Uh... <laughs> what APR are you charging us? <laughs> i tell you what, we'll, we'll buy it as a corporation if, if we... Can have your face outside, you know, like them so, 90s football sponsorship yeah. cars with me autograph underneath, yeah, Chris Brown under the cosh, and just you like down the lens. But we do need to get the lighter situation sorted because the fuses, yeah. Well, you, well, what for the charge? His battery yeah. definitely went on his phone, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's it, we don't smoke, we just want a bit of juice on our phone. <laughs> So yeah, it's uh, it's gonna. I tell you what we'll do. We'll we'll use it for eight, eighteen month, and we'll reassess. Yeah. And then we'll look at looking to buy it when it's yeah. worth about eighty S quid. Six grand, I'll give you it for. <laughs> Fuels fit. Yeah. <laughs> oh well. It's new suspension. <laughs> Mark Halsey next Mark week. Mark Halsey, another one living the dream. dream. And it's a good one again. They're always good ones. You should say that to everyone. I know. You even said that about Clayton Blackmore. I didn't. <laughs> I think you'll find I did not. <laughs> oh, now, now we get to the difficult bit again. See, I get to We're, start getting... Look at, look at them angles. Gleaming. Brownie is going to sign us out. So next week, Mark Halsey. Thanks, everybody, for watching. See you next week. Don't know if it was quite as well. Might have been a bit of improvement from last week. Maybe. Maybe.